I'll be waiting in hell for you! <gasps> Harry! Harry, I'm coming! This whole fucking town is going to die! We're coming back, you bastards! <laughs> Sarah, be my bloody Valentine. <laughs> Daddy, gone away. Harry Warden made you pay. <laughs> You're listening to the Buzzed Kill Podcast. We're all terrible drummers. <laughs> well, not Jay. Hey! Yeah, way! Welcome to the Buzzkill Podcast. I'm Mike. I'm Jim. And I'm Justin. We're liars. <laughs> well, no. Uh, uh, J- That's J- right. I'm Jim. I'm, I'm Justin. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. It's Mike. You guys are freaking me out. Wait, we're still liars. Continue. <laughs> me, me and Jay always have a drum off during that... Uh, during that intro, they have a drum off, and I just look stupid. And Jay is a drummer, and I am not. So, <laughs> guess who wins that? You. Um, <clears throat> what's going on, boys? How you doing? You know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Right on. Mikey, you been up to anything? Um, yeah. Yeah. I've been moving new people into my house, moving people out. Oh it's yeah. Been a crazy week. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. In with the old. Out, in, out in, with the new. In with the old, out with the new. I fucked that up. Yeah. In with the new, out with the yeah, old. Yeah, no, no, it'll be a good change of pace, though. I uh, I loved my old roommate, yet it was a love-hate relationship. I hope he's not listening to this. Mostly hate, you bitch. But also, mostly love, you lover. But uh, no, no, new roommate and all that stuff, so. Cool. cool. Next weekend, you guys better be around, because we're painting my house. All right. Uh, nope. And I'll tell you when I'll be paying mine. I'm still I'm still <laughs> cashing in on the broken ribs for hey, that one. You know what? You know what? <laughs> cash me outside, all right? No cashing inside. How about it? I uh, uh, I bought a new car. That was cool. You did? I did. I didn't even tell you about this. Yet. You, bought you, De- you bought a DeLorean. <laughs> yeah. <gasps> Two of them. <laughs> you, you, you drive one, then one's for parts because those things are notoriously bad. Well, that way, if I go back to the future and it breaks down, I have another one. There you go. How are you going to get to it though? How? Yeah. It's going to make sure his garage gonna, doesn't ever get torn down. That way it's my, still there. Ride my space motorcycle. How do you think? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of car did you buy? I traded in the old Jeep Grand Cherokee and I bought a uh, GMC Terrain. Mm. Leased. So, I, you know what? I said, I'm an adult now. I'll, I'll lease something. <laughs> I'm an adult, damn it. Well, so, nice, man. Yeah. That's good to hear. You like it so far? I do. It's cool. good. Yep. Mike, what are you doing? Michael, but put that away. Sorry, Vito is trying to give us corrections still while we're on the air. No, he's not. I think he's <laughs> texting us his uh, top oh, top six right. list of uh, evil women. Let's, Speaking let's have. Of... Yes. Uh, well, okay. Couple of things here. Oh. First of all, you're listening to this uh, two days before Valentine's Day. So happy Valentine's Day. Happy pre. Happy pre Valentine's Day. And for all you single people out there, happy. Tuesday. <laughs> for, for, for all you single people out there, Mike's number is 586-Big-Dong. Uh, <laughs> That's seven digits. All right. Uh, uh, so, uh, so yeah, um, we are talking about Valentine's Day today. Val- and, Valentine's uh, Day movies. And believe it or not, not too many people have cashed in on the, on the Valentine's Day horror movies. There it's, are exactly five. And exactly. we're going to talk about all of them. All five of them, baby. How are we going to squeeze all that into one show? 
<laughs> we will somehow manage to 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 uh, to stretch it out to two hours and thirty minutes. I'm yes. sure. But also, this is continuing our Women in Horror Month. Oh so, yes. Uh, we will um, also have our top six. Top six. Uh, well, last week we did our top six heroin hero hero uh, <laughs> horror, <laughs> heroin <laughs> heroes. I want, heroes. I want to give a shout out to Jenny at the crack house. <laughs> 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 Last week we did our top six uh, horror heroines slash uh, final girls mm-hmm. slash badass ladies. Badasses. Badasses. And uh, this week we're going to do our top six evil. 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 Ladies uh, slash monster ladies slash just. Oh, it's still badass, I guess, yeah. you know? Well, bad, bad, bad in a different ass way. Ass bad. That's yeah. what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's going to be coming up right before the tofu, so stay tuned for that. Yep, that'll come up a little bit later. Today we're talking about Valentine's, like I already said. So, uh, in, well, so what are we drinking, James? Well, <clears throat> you know... When you think about when you think about Valentine's Day and horror movies, there's a there's a very specific movie that comes to mind. I was telling James before you get there. I was telling James before we uh, we we started. There's there's finding the perfect beer, and then there is finding the perfect beer. Right in capital letters. And I hit the jackpot. And he found today. the perfect beer. The jackpot. Uh, from Alesmith Brewing Company, which I think we drank in a, a in Alesmith a couple weeks ago. Yeah, we did. Uh, this is my bloody Valentine ale. <laughs> Look at that! <laughs> and uh, I think there's a movie called My Bloody Valentine. Um, I and, think so. And maybe a terrible <laughs> remake from 2009. Mm, I think, yeah. Maybe. I hey, whoa, 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 we'll get there. I <laughs> yeah, we'll, I, I think we'll. Uh, uh, okay, I shouldn't say I shouldn't bit. say terrible, but uh, but yeah, we'll get there. So anyway, uh, from Alesmith Brewing Company in San Diego, California. San Diego. I think it means a whale's vagina. <laughs> this is my bloody Valentine ale. I don't want to. I don't want to drink anything that is bloody coming out of a whale's vagina. Six point six six percent by ooh, volume. Ooh, ooh evil. Um, so here we go. Don't spend this single awareness day alone. Grab a beer. This red-blooded cousin of Evil Dead Red Ale, our Halloween brew, is a beautiful crimson color. Notes of caramel, toast, and bittersweet chocolate balance an intense bouquet of floral hop aromas that we know you'll fall in love with. The finish leaves a pleasant, full-bodied... <laughs> <laughs> you read ahead, didn't you? No, no, I didn't, but that's... Uh, the finish leaves a pleasant, full-bodied sweetness on the, pa- on the palate that won't spread angry rumors about you to all your friends like that one time when I was uh uh happy valentine's <laughs> day pair this beer with jilted lovers reservations for one or your favorite emo album did that say it as hey, hey, quick what's your favorite what's your favorite emo album uh story of the year yeah which Until the day i die page avenue page avenue mikey go uh, thursday uh, the record after full clap, so why can't I think of it? Uh, War all the time. Oh, nice. That's it. Uh, AFI sing the sorrow. Nice. Boom. Sadness. Boom. Yeah. Nice. So that's guys. it. It has hints of toast for the record. <laughs> it did. Every it's, single it's, every one I, of those I love toast. Every one of those choices aged us so much. <laughs> why? No way. I don't think so. Anybody under the age of 
24, I would say, has no clue what those but, records but are. But emo true. music stopped right there. So if you said, like, hey, what's your classic rock, favorite classic rock album? They wouldn't be like, oh, man, those guys are old. They'd be like, it's like classic <laughs> rock. That is true. That is true. If if the band is still touring, we're not old. I think that's I think that's the way it works. Okay, fine. Um, yes, it did say hints of toast. <laughs> Love toast. (laughs) So that makes me really curious. We we each have our own bottle of this, by the way. Big old bottles. I I splurged. About to get bloody up in here. This is a pint six ounces. So what would that be? A pint and six ounces. (laughs) A pint and then an additional (laughs) six ounces. 18 ounces. Is is a pint 12 ounces? I'm I'm sorry. uh, I mean 24 ounces. 22 ounces. So it's a 22 ounce. That's a 22 ounce. It's a double deucer. Hey! Oh! Oh, Oh, son of a bitch! (laughs) You son of a bitch, James! James! Okay. (laughs) This is two weeks in a row. No, he didn't bring his computer last week, and I I suspected that he didn't bring it last week because he thought I would destroy it. Is there a mark this time? Two weeks weeks ago, he slammed something down on the top of my brand new MacBook Pro computer screen. There's nothing. Today, he slams the (laughs) bottle down on the keyboard, dripping water into the keyboard, which is how the old one died. I didn't drip water in there, did I? No, but it's moist. (laughs) Well, wipe it off. Jeez, I'm Jesus sorry, dude. Christ, James. Oh, so, but you know, in a good sense, James. I, uh, I'm, I'm absolutely keeping these I bottles. Still love by you. the way, <laughs> what? I still love you. Yeah, I know. I love you too. I just Damn gotta it. hackle you a bit. I'm it's, sorry. Hey, dude. It, it's still on. Huh? It's still working. Okay. But if your tires are slashed when you got to your car later, <laughs> don't blame me. I. It's because it's so, it's so small behind my computer. I can't see it. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> That's. <laughs> That, that, I'm not sure who that compliments you or I don't know. <laughs> All right, sorry. Let's get back on the rails here. Like I said, um, I'm totally keeping these bottles too because these bottles is this bottle's awesome. Well, you, I mean, you. Why don't you go buy some full ones and keep those? It smells like breakfast. Because then I'll just drink them. Does it, be full does it smell like toast? Maybe, maybe like a little toast. bit. Can we make a beer that smells like macaroni and cheese or tastes <laughs> like macaroni and cheese? Oh my god! I'm sure you could some way. Um, all would, right, it be, well, would it be craft beer? And some weirdos would put ketchup in it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, gentlemen. That's really good. It's really good. Wow. Uh, that's delicious. That is really good. There's a surprising lack of toast. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what, though? Like I was, drink, I was it really again, looking... though, drink it again, though, and think of toast with like a strawberry jam. Ooh, I get that. Yeah, nobody's talking. <laughs> You're just looking no, at me drinking. I'm, wa- I'm, wait- I'm waiting for it. I taste it. Yeah. I, I, I would say, it. it's, if it's you really are listening, good. go buy this beer right now. Press pause. Go buy it. Come back and listen and drink it with us. Just drink My it. My bloody with us. jelly Valentine beer. My b- ale. ale. <laughs> I can't talk. Um, <laughs> All right. What we got Okay, so, week? Jay, I'm sorry about your computer. I'm the worst person in the whole fucking world. And, uh, hey, also, uh, just, to, just to add to I this, was gonna say, we also. Uh, it's a twofer. Yeah, it's a twofer today. Cause it, uh, it's a two for you. We also scored a fucking six or a moosehead lager. Uh, the reason being is that because they drink it through the entirety of My Bloody Valentine. Yeah, it's, it's the, I, I hope that they got like thousands of dollars from Moosehead because it's all over that movie. It really is. Well, because the original My Bloody Valentine was, Canadian. was a Canadian film. Sure. And uh, I hope no Canadian listeners are offended by my my impression just then because <laughs> <laughs> I mean it in the most endearing way. I love Canada. I really do. I'm not going to claim that I'm going to move there because, like, you know, our world is falling apart or anything. I would. But, well, I mean, I would. I really like Canada. It's all the people. 
it's true what they say, and I and I it, like I've never met a mean person in Canada. I have. You have. I have. Tell us the story. Uh, we, me, me, and my my folks were traveling through uh, Canada to get to New York mm-hmm. to go visit my brother, and we stopped at a uh, uh, I think it was a Burger King or something like that just to grab, grab some quick food on the road, and the lady behind the counter was <clears throat> the biggest bitch I've ever met in my life. Probably originally an American. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's true. That's Being true. that close to New York, she might have been from been. New York. She could have been, but those she wanted. Are... She just wanted nothing to do with the human race whatsoever. Yeah, that's it. No, so she yeah, was just people people. miserable. Where was she working? A Hortons? No, it was a Bag of Burger King or something <laughs> oh, like that. Okay. No, Hortons was great because somebody uh, uh, paid it forward for us, and so we. It's funny. We got in line to get some donuts and some coffee, and we only had American on us. Uh-huh. And so we pull up to the window. We go. We just realized we don't have Canadian money, and the lady goes. Totally fine. Person, how do you pay it forward? Really? Wow. That's fucking, what I'm saying. Fucking I, Canada. Yeah, man. Canadians are super friendly. <laughs> they are. You know Can, what I love? Canada Adians. I went up there for my birthday one year. I went up to Toronto for my 19th birthday. Go figure, because I could drink up there. And, and cheetahs. Like we we didn't know what the <laughs> hell to do once we got there. No, we were up in Toronto. Oh. So gotcha. once we got there, we went to we went to. Um, Medieval times. Mm-hmm. We didn't know what to do after that. We went back to our hotel, and then we just like walked out into the street, and we were just standing there like, uh, what do we do? And these two guys just rolled up. They're like, you guys looking for something to do? We're like, yeah. <laughs> like, follow us. And they took us to this awesome bar. See, in Canada, you can do that. In the States, you're going to get molested, oh, murdered, yeah. and you'll be found encased in cement at the bottom of they, the Detroit they took us. <laughs> they took us to this awesome bar. We met Wee Man. From Jackass? Nice. It was like one of the best nights ever. It was cool. What were you going to say, Jake? I think, I think my favorite uh, uh, explanation of how nice Canada is is about like, uh, I was a big How I Met Your Mother fan, and they're like, oh, you were you were speeding there and you ran us off in a car chase, eh, man? Just, just slow down and go home and be careful, all right? <laughs> that was like a very, very bad Canadian accent, but but it's like, yeah, you oh, you killed a guy? Be safe, man. Don't do that no more. We're going to hear it from Kyle laugh after this. I was going to say, I, I, there's one person that was maybe, like, I don't know if we have any Canadian listeners, but I think Kyle laugh listens to our show on yeah, occasion. I, I think my accent so, was more the giant youper Upper Michigan <laughs> accent. It's all kind of the same, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I feel like us as as Michiganders, at times we like, especially when we get drunk, we start to have a bit of a youper slash Canadian accent as it is. So maybe, anyway, maybe just Upper <laughs> Peninsulars are always drunk. <laughs> what? Maybe just all the Upper Peninsula guys are always drunk. Uh, <laughs> that's, where, what, that's where the accent comes from. What the hell else are you supposed to do up there? You, you go sledding. You uh, you drink beer. And now you we shoot got stuff. Canada against us. We got everybody in the UP against us. Let's talk about horror movies. No, we yeah. love. <laughs> all right, yeah. Let's yeah, move on. Yeah. Okay. So, do you have any corrections from last night? Uh, I did. So last week, this is nothing about movies still, but uh, we talked about the Lions last week, and I talked about how. Uh, they were changing, and you said they already did it. We were both right. They revealed the new logo. Yeah. They have not revealed the new jerseys, though. Okay. And so the color, and the color change is literally they got rid of the black and replaced it with more silver. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I saw. So I have, I, have a, I have a feeling that the new jerseys are not going to be terribly different. It's not going to be that no, crazy. So. No. Um, other than that, uh, I, I made fun of Tara Reid a lot last episode, and I stand corrected. Tara Reid still puts out two movies Per year, yeah, she does on on <laughs> on average. Does she really? This is Women in Horror Month, James. Oh, no. Show some fucking respect. <laughs> it's it's my turn this week to disrespect, ladies. I'm sorry, ladies. Um, no, but uh, yeah, she she apparently still churns out two movies a year. Really? Now, granted, they're not a list movies or anything, but she's still working. So I stand corrected. Good man. She's um, she's doing more than us. That's, that's for sure. That's very true. <laughs> now now the quality of work she's doing is 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 
on personal preference, but hey man, I would, she's doing it. I, so. would, I would kill to be in made-for-sci-fi movies. Oh, right? That'd be so much fun. Oh, oh La- just the schlockiest me? pieces of garbage ever, Lava, but there'd be so much... Lavalantula was probably the best one. Lavalantula! <laughs> Lavalantula! <laughs> um, okay, so we talked about... Uh, last week we talked about... Um, I didn't write it down. Fuck, I had the explanation, but not the thing. Einstein, <laughs> not Einstein... Um, Edison's Frankenstein. We're talking about lost movies or whatever because right, it's Monday yeah. after midnight. And uh, I didn't know when uh, Edison's like, Frankenstein was discovered. You said like 1910 or There's something. Actually, oh, when well, it was it discovered. Was made, it was made in 1910. Right. There's actually kind of a funny story about it. Uh, in the early 1950s, uh, a print of the film was purchased by a Wisconsin film collector. Thing is, though, is that he didn't know what he had. He did not know that it was what it was. He didn't know how rare it was or anything. And it wasn't he, until... He the, had watched it. Uh, I don't know if he'd watched or not, but it was in his possession. Okay. But he didn't know what he had. And it wasn't until the 1970s when he realized it and it was revealed to the world that he had a copy of the film. Really? It was in uh, it was in pretty rough shape, but it was still watchable. And that's what we can see nowadays online. It's everywhere. But And now I'm assuming this print is in the... Um... I have no idea where the, the National now. Archives now. It's got to no, be it, right. It was in a private collection, so unless is it he the sold only, it, is it the only print? As far as I know, I could be wrong on that. I'm not going to correct myself again. I don't know. Um, but as far as that first print, though, I think with the I think with the historic value of something like that, they would but probably. But it's in private re- hands. They can, the, no saying, can, nobody think, can force him to sell it. I so. know. I just I, I I think that they would really press him to like. I'm sure that he has taken every <clears throat> precaution against making sure that it's safe. Right. If you have a collector who's sure. collecting that kind of stuff, it's not like you where you just, you know, you go buy like secondhand VHSs. Like this Sometimes is Sometimes you find that kind of stuff though in those places. I know though, but this is a guy who's really serious about I have a about collecting like I have a copy of Street Trash that is worth <laughs> about 50 bucks. So uh <laughs> Didn't you just get that? I did. I got it for Christmas actually. Um That toilet scene. Uh, <laughs> uh anyway, that, those are my corrections. That's that's pretty much it. That's it. Yeah, I uh like I said I <laughs> I didn't He get was it. perfect. I didn't get it. Yeah, I was, I'm always perfect. Let's be honest. I didn't get a chance to re-listen to the episode, so I didn't pick up on anything. Um, um, so that brings us into. It's Valentine's Day on the Basketball Podcast News. Listen to the news, and here it comes for you. Oh, uh, what was that? Where was your inspiration? Death metal, man. Okay. <laughs> Mike, Mike has nothing to say. I, I, apparently, you guys are not death I'm, metal fans. So if you don't have anything good to say about it, I, hey, stay I, out. All right? I, 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 said, I thought it was. <laughs> That's. I thought it was. I thought it was just fine. Um, <laughs> bringing a tear to my eye. Um, all right, so uh, <laughs> no one died this year, this week. So that's good. Uh, was that a lie? Did I just lie? No, go ahead. Well, actually, no, I did lie. Uh, somebody did die. I didn't write it down because it wasn't what I was... It, it's not anything that I'm familiar with, though, so I didn't want to do it just ju- uh, on justice. On justice? Um, in, just, in, injustice. Injustice. There you go. Um, a guy from... It was a, a Stargate? Battlestar Galactica. There was a guy from Battlestar Galactica that died. I apologize for not having him offhand, but I did read about it. Yeah. Um, I've never watched Battlestar Galactica, so it wasn't anything that was on my radar. Yeah, me neither. Um, so, moral of the story, a guy died, if you like Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> I heard that... Uh, R.I.P. I, I, I read a story that the title was 
Betty White dies peacefully in her home. What? But it was spelled D-Y-E-S about her dyeing her hair. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was this big thing for people to be like, oh my God. And then you read it and it's about just her dyeing her hair. That was, that was just a test to see how many Americans can actually spell. Happens all the time. <laughs> and they failed. Okay, um, anyway, uh, real news. Uh, so you've heard about this little movie called Poltergeist. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, like the we, original, the original Poltergeist, yeah, yeah. like the uh, one I talked about last week. Oh, uh, sure. Yeah. So, um, you also have heard the theories about who really directed that film: yeah. Toby Hooper or Steven Spielberg. Sure. Toby Hooper has the credit. Spielberg is a producer. Yet it feels so much like a Spielberg movie that there a lot of people believe that maybe Hooper didn't have as much of a hand in it as he's given credit for. Well, uh, apparently there has been a new documentary uncovered that sheds some light on this uh and new because the only way that you can find this is on the mgm laserdisc okay which not many people have so people pretty much just you know forgot about it if you own the laserdisc you knew it but as far as pop culture is concerned so are they thinking like he was a ghostwriter under it all like, like well what happened is in this behind the in the making of featurette that's on this laserdisc is that uh, it shows some of the uh, some scenes being directed, and it's absolutely Steven Spielberg at the helm, really directing it. There you go. And it shows him controlling everything and doing everything and this and that. So, so, so they pulled the old Millie Vanilli. I wouldn't say that because Toby Hooper is a fantastic director. I think though what it was is that Spielberg probably had a very good vision for what he wanted, and his way of achieving that was stepping in more than he would normally do gotcha i'm not saying that toby hooper didn't do any of it i'm sure he did because he is credited as the director but as far as i think the tone of the movie and everything else this doc kind of shed some light on the fact that he was behind that camera a lot and maybe it's a possibility that toby liked the style of of spielberg's uh um uh, directing and maybe he even brought him up to say hey we i want to get a feel of what you would do with this and had him like uh Work it'd be, together on it. It'd be interesting to get both of them. Well, they, it's such a weird thing because Spielberg has said publicly that to that Toby Hooper did did the work. Right. Yet this footage proves a little bit otherwise. Well, here, let's so. get us Spielberg on the line. And uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't have his phone number. <laughs> uh, what do you got, James? Um, well, uh, just a just a quick little thing here. Joe um, Manganello. Is that how you say his name? Joe Manganello. Uh, if if you're if you're into the uh, <laughs> the the Magic Mike films, you'll definitely know who Joe Manganiello is. Oh, yeah, that dick. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Manganiello and Marley Shelton, who we're gonna talk about later because she was in a fantastic Valentine's Day themed movie. Uh, they just joined the cast of Rampage. Oh, um, Rampage, like the uh, the. Oh, the video game the movie. Video oh, game movie. Oh, oh. <laughs> Mike's sitting here going, Rampage? Rampage. What, Rampage? what is Rampage? Well, I, I, Rampage World Tour. I, I, I've never yeah. called it just Rampage. So oh, is it was, called Rampage I'm World Tour? I'm thinking like Rampage Jack, like Randy Jackson. Like, <laughs> not Randy Jack. Uh, yeah, Rampage Jackson. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. So, like, so, is there so, a biopic or something? <laughs> I'm like really confused. So they just joined the they just joined the cast of Rampage. With also the Rock. with The Rock. And there was one other notable person in the movie who I can't think of right now so it doesn't matter so go I ahead and, go ahead and move don't on. know his name i, I don't know go it was a good giant ape i'm climbing these go buildings go ahead go ahead <laughs> he's not in that movie by the way um okay so the strangers 2 
is finally beginning to film. <clears throat> yes. Here, let's <clears throat> boom. Before you jump into this, Ooh. James got real serious all of a sudden. Yeah, I'm getting. I'm. I'm about to get serious because this is some serious shit. Drop it like it's hot. Okay, so in the past couple weeks, we have re- reported. Is that what we are? Are we reporters? No. This just in. <clears throat> this just in. Uh, we have, uh, we, we've talked about these two things in the news pretty frequently. Uh, and, and we finally said, we, we, we put the cap on, uh, on Strangers 2 a couple weeks ago. We said it is dead in the water. That, that's what was being Not going to happen. Yep. And we said that, hey, Friday the 13th, finally happening. They're casting. They have a start date. The whole We deal. just talked about it last week. Yep. Now, in a strange twist, as if M. Night Shyamalan were directing our lives. What's the twist? <laughs> uh, it, it's flip-flopped in the most fucking terrible way. Paramount a ding-dong. Yeah. Uh, par- <laughs> par- Paramount Pictures, if you're listening to this, which, you. which I know you are because this is a very high-profile show. Um, you you messed it up, you screwed it up big time, you because shit, you shit the bed. Yes, because they threw they threw Friday the Thirteenth uh, in the shit can, and uh, which makes no sense, by the way, uh, because of rings. So we're because, gonna so we're gonna cover two different uh, yeah we're co- news topics. Well, that's why I wanted to yeah I kind of wanted to put these together because yeah. because one ha- is happening now and one is not, and it, it, it flip flop. So they threw Friday the Thirteenth in the shit can. Because of rings. Because of rings. Wait, because rings did poorly in, did, at the box here's office. Here's my question: Did Rings Two do well? Uh, the Ring Two. Yeah. I don't know honestly. I don't think that it did anywhere near as well as the original. Whereas Friday the Thirteenth does well, pretty much, whenever they put something out. At least yeah. it does well <laughs> considerably. You know what I'm saying? Um, why would you cancel a well-known series? Because a sequel that you did for a <coughs> franchise that already had a bad sequel failed. Something right. completely makes different. Absolutely no sense. My, let, my, let me tell. Let me tell you why. It's like, Be- it's, because it's like throwing away an entire fruit basket because you don't like the kiwi. It's exactly. like them saying, you know what, P Diddy's new record sucked. We're not going to release the new Kanye album either. <laughs> yeah, like, it, it, it makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, it's all part of. of the same genre, but they're completely oh, because here's makes me so mad. Be- here's why: because uh, studio execs don't know their market because they okay so paramount executives immediately started second guessing the friday the 13th project uh uh-huh. because they were supposedly aiming at the same audience as, Here's the thing, as, as rings which if you knew anything about your market anything about your viewership you would know that the audience that are going to see rings although there may be some of them like just sure, you know hor- just horror sure. fans in general but that's not the same. That's not the same group of. It's not the same audience that's going to see Friday the Thirteenth. There's no diehard Rings fans. Exactly. Right. There are diehard Friday the Thirteenth fans, and they will there go is. see it no Two's matter what. My bodies. There's a even silver if, lining. Even if they, even if they went ahead with that Friday the Thirteenth found footage movie that they originally thought they were going to do, that they canned, we would go see it. Here's, and so would millions of other people because lining, there are though. so many diehard Friday the Thirteenth fans. Here's the silver lining, though. Friday the 13th has a video game coming out. Mm-hmm. When that video game does extremely well, I guarantee you Paramount is going to put this back on the stage. Absolutely. Guaranteed. Yeah. 
Uh, so for the time being, the executives over there can pair a mounted dick and uh, <laughs> hey, and just get fucked. <laughs> yeah. And, and so I'm sorry, I completely hijacked your yeah. thing there because well, I, you can I wanted take, to... you're you're more of a Strangers fan than I am, so I'll let you take that. Part. I am a Strangers fan. Uh, I don't. I mean, I don't have it's like when you, when you sit on your hand and then you <laughs> the stranger. I don't. I don't. Try I mean, it. I don't have much to say about it. It's just it's exciting news that Strangers Two will finally, in fact, yeah, after we thought that it was dead in the water, it yeah. will be going into production. Will. Brian Bertino is writing it. What would Brian Bertino do if he were here today? <laughs> He'd probably write a Strangers 2. That's what Brian Bertino would do. Um, that's, uh, and, and so Brian, Brian, ooh. <laughs> Brian Bertino's writing it. Who's directing? I can't remember. Um, I didn't write that down. Oh, all right. Well, I'll look it up and get uh, back to you. It's the same you. director, isn't it? Uh, no, because Brian Bertino directed the first oh, one. Oh, he did? He? Okay. okay. Yeah. I don't know my names. Uh, I do know what it's the, about, though. The guy, the, guy who, the guy who directed The Other Side of the Door, or whatever that movie was that came out last year, is directing it. I can't remember well, his name. The sequel, though, uh, follows a is... family whose road trip takes a turn when they arrive at a secluded mobile home park after the power goes out, and they decide to hunker down into the night in a borrowed trailer. Uh, under the cover of darkness, three familiar mass psychopaths pay them a visit to test their every limit. Mm-hmm. So that's that's sounds about right. That's it. And and I don't I don't understand why Johannes Roberts. Oh, that's who's directing that's the it? director. Yeah. Oh, the, Joe the Johannes. That was the uh, the other side oh, of the door. Gotcha. Yeah. So I I mean I mean Ooh, it's, I like that poster. It's a simple concept. Cool. Strangers Strangers was an excellent movie. I don't know why this took so long. And it and it went through it's so many horror. hardships. It's because to... horror. If it's not if it's not the most cookie cutter mainstream horror franchise, which at this point Friday the Thirteenth was pretty much that. But regardless, though, if it's not like if they're not in a hundred percent, then it takes forever to get anything made. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't well, get. Well, and I mean, you, okay, so Friday's canceled, whatever, and then Paramount. And aside from like pumping out as much Michael Bay bullshit as they possibly yeah, can, no shit. instead of doing instead of doing Friday, they're gonna go ahead with a with a a movie a movie about dating app murders, like the Tinder murders. Screw off! Yeah, that's a stupid idea, and 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 not to mention it's already kind of been done. Like that's what that's what the Den was sort of about. It was like a chat roulette sort kind of, of, it was kind based of movie. On the internet, yeah, yeah, it's it, it, that stuff's been done. It's old. Yeah, like, I agree. I agree. Just I just, just make a Friday the Thirteenth movie. It's so, give it. Wait, listen, I listen. could I could Paramount, do a whole episode Paramount. about this because it Paramount. pisses me off so much. Go to Aeroscope. Tell Green we need to make a Friday the Thirteenth that's going to appeal to the fans and bring the fan base back. That man can do it. He's it's talking, not just because I'm a greenophile. He really could do it because he's a fucking fan. Like he's, he he's knows about, what people want. He's talking about Adam Green, by the way. That. I said that. You said well. You just said green. Oh, well, some people yeah. might not know what you're talking about. Well, regardless. Uh, okay, moving it, on here. Um, yeah. Uh, Mia Goth says that the new Suspiria is not a remake. It is more of a reimagining, which makes me even more scared about it. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, still curious though. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that it's going to be bad. It's just it's it's going to be one of those movies though that doesn't do well simply because people or, or, or it might do well, but people aren't going to like it simply because of the pedigree of the original. Right, you're never going to overcome that. I I think that well here here's my issue. You're gonna you're going to you're you're going to uh, you don't don't tell me to do something right when I'm in the middle of a sentence. Hey, Sorry. can you hand me that sandwich over there, James? I know you're talking, but go out of the room. I miss my ham. Um, you're gonna. <laughs> 
there's definitely there, there's going to be new viewers that go to see it who don't know what the original That's Suspiria true. It, is. It is for a new audience. I get that. My but. problem is is like I'm. It's it's like introducing people to uh, like what like what's a. I, I don't have a good analogy like, here. Like a a, a musician, a band, or what? Or what do you write relating to? Yeah, sure. Like 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 who's a, who's a band who changed lead singers at some point? Uh, uh, uh Papa or not Papa Roach? Uh, what, what's uh, <laughs> Bon Jovi? <laughs> no, no, no. Seriously, like <laughs> Journey. Uh, Journey. There you uh, go. Journey. Sure. It's like it's like it's like it's like having people go and see Journey with their new singer, who's awesome, by the way. It, he's really good, but. Having never listened to Steve Perry, yeah, that's true. And and you want them so badly to go back and listen to Steve Perry because he was so good. But the, but but inevitably they're gonna be like, this guy sucks. <laughs> well, it, it's it's more so like I I think it's like I think it's, I think it's the the uh, responsibility of people like us who know and love the original, to educate the people who are going to go see the remake. You do realize that you just basically said it's up to us old guys to teach the young and I don't even care, man. I'm dating myself. I don't care. Because I, I really think it is. It's same with the two movies that we're going to talk about later. Like, mm-hmm. for anybody who has watched and enjoyed My Bloody Valentine 3D yep. and you haven't seen the original, you do have, it. you have to go back and watch the original because it was awesome. But, yeah, sorry. I'm getting off on... Yeah, what, yeah, else, what else you got here? Um, season two of Unsolved Mysteries uh, is about to hit Michael's, Amazon. The Michael, the Michael Stack version, right? Yes. Mike, the, I, Mike, why do you always say Michael? I had, I had, a, neighbor, I had a neighbor that lived across the street from me for years when I was a kid. His name was Michael Stack. So whenever I hear the name <laughs> Stack, I think of him for some reason. Robert Stack. Robert Stack. Yeah, it's about to hit Amazon well, streaming. Michael so. Stack, if you're listening, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so that that's exciting. I mean... Uh, also exciting. Yeah. Hellraiser. Hellraiser. Hellra- Hellra- Hellraiser. Hellraiser Judgment uh, may be getting a theatrical release. Yeah. I heard that. That's that. cool. If they do uh, that. Limited. Very limited. But if they do it, we're seeing it. Yeah. Oh, done. yeah. Absolutely. Done. Uh, I guess the movie's done. It's in the can. Yep. It's like done. Edited. It's ready to go. Everything's ready Music, to go. Everything. They have a poster for it. There's a trailer. They're just biding their time at this point. So yeah, I'm excited absolutely. to see it. Um, R.L. Stein. Has good uh, news and bad news. Good call. I was going to bring that up. Uh, give us the bad news. My cover. Yeah. Give so us they uh, Sony. Um, they pushed Goosebumps two back. Is that where you're going with us? Womp womp. Mm. About, I love about a year. Goosebumps was great. I don't know if you guys have seen it. Is that the it's, one with, with Jack Black? With Jack Black. I didn't it's see it, yeah. absolutely worth a watch. I haven't it's, seen the movie, but I've read a lot of the books. Yeah, it do. It's fun. The movie is. It takes all of the books and puts them in the one movie. Instead of doing like one a one off or whatever, right, right, and it's a really smart way of doing it, and it's awesome. It's so when I, good. When I watched the trailer, it reminded me of a horror version of Jumanji. Yeah, you know it absolutely is. Is that what it is? Well, I mean, yes. Well, to, just to a just degree. the fact that like all these the tone like, of it, yeah, yeah, like all these fictional things are, are suddenly yes. just crashing this the crashing reality, and yeah. that I don't know. That's just the sense that I did, got from uh, it. But I've only seen the trailers. So did, did you guys read the books? Oh I, yeah, yeah, I, absolutely. Did you guys have read this the thing? Books. <laughs> did you guys have this thing in our school? Uh, that was elementary school days for me. You would you would have to close your eyes and run your fingers along the word goosebumps that were. Uh, Above, they were raised, raised prints. It was really creepy lettering, and you had to close your eyes and run your fingers along the word, and then you would see something scary or, or something from the book. You would like vision it in your mind. Really? Yeah. 
that I've I've heard from people because like we, your t- like your teachers had you do this. No, or uh, it was just like kids a thing, recess, like whatever. You and your peers would. Yeah, do it. we didn't have none of them internets during those days, so it's not like there could be this thing that was read. But I've talked to people from other schools, and they've done the same thing. They, oh yeah, we used to do that. This is actually how I got my wife to marry me. I was like, just run your fingers along this. Close it's, your eyes. Run your fingers along. It's this raised and, and bumpy, but don't just like the goosebumps. <laughs> just, but don't worry about it. Just tell me how you feel. <laughs> Sorry, Aaron. I love James. you. <laughs> yeah, goosebumps was cool. I, I hope they uh, hurry up and wrap up production. So wait. Yeah. So what's the, what's the good news? The good news though is that for R.L. Stein at least is that he has another movie in pre-production right now, and that is the Fear Street movie. Oh yeah, cool. So uh, I never I, I read a couple Fear Street books. Uh, I was more into goosebumps than I was Fear Street as a kid, yeah. but. Um, I always liked what I read. I just now never was, read a lot of them. Was Fear Street uh, before? It was before. Fear Goosebumps. Street was before yes. Goosebumps. Was yep. it? Was it meant for a little bit of an yes. older audience? Yes. Okay. Yep. Whereas Goosebumps was meant for kids, Fear Street was meant for like young adults, tweens, tweens, <laughs> for the Twilight crowd, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm I'm kind of excited for it. I'm curious to yeah, see what they're sure. going to do with it. That's cool. Um, yeah. What else you got? Um, well, the second season of Wolf Creep. Wolf Creek is oh, coming wolf out. Creep. Creep. Wolf Creep. <laughs> wolf Creek is coming this year. Nice. Which we still need to we watch. We still need to watch. Show. Oh man, we both love the well, first. It was, on, it was on some weird service that we didn't get. Um, I think you can. Uh, so well, at least it debuted on some service that we didn't get. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, I'm not sure either. It was an online streaming service though, mm-hmm. so we should be able to get it, right? Is it if something you have to for pay it. for? I don't know. I'm sure we have to pay. Well, for it. let's pay for it and watch it. Okay. Because uh, we both loved the. Uh, both of the Wolf Creek movies. Oh, love them! Absolutely. John Jared is amazing. Like one of the best. Yeah. I like. I don't, he's, he's a great just... bad guy because he's like a person. Like he's a real dude. Like he talks. He has lines. He's funny. He's this and that. But he's also the craziest fucking killer. Yeah. Like, it's a slasher where you where you get to come face to face. Like you know, normally it's a masked killer yeah. who's just kind of stalking around in the shadows. This is a guy who you are face to face with for like a good portion of the he movie. He has a personality. Right. Yep. And then all of a sudden he just turns on you and it and it gets crazy. Um so yeah, that's coming out this year. That should be that should be pretty cool. Uh you got anything else? Uh yeah. Um so uh uh, uh we talked about this a couple weeks ago, uh that Castlevania was gonna be coming back as an animated series. Mm-hmm. And uh apparently it's gonna be coming to Netflix, which is exciting because Netflix doesn't slack on their content. Yeah. Uh and so yes, this the R rated animated series coming to Netflix this summer. Cool. This is a follow-up on some other news that we had talked about previously. Yeah, yeah. I remember you mentioned it. Um, what else? <clears throat> um, uh, just uh, the uh, the spinoff from The Conjuring 2, The Nun. Yes. Featuring Valak, who's scary as hell, mm-hmm. the the actual nun. Uh, they have a director now, Corin Hardy, the guy who did The Hallow. I hope that... Oh, yes. And The Hallow was... I'm intrigued. That was a great movie. So, uh, so I hope that it turns out better than Annabelle, because I heard bad things about that. Did you see Annabelle nope, yet? Nope. Speaking purely on conjecture, <laughs> I heard that it was terrible. I hope that on's better. <laughs> well, shut up and watch it. And then, but um, you did you like The Conjuring? Uh, I did. I did not like The Conjuring on my first go around. I feel as though I will like it on my second pass, though. Yeah. It, it's same with Insidious. I did not like Insidious the first well, time I saw you it. You need so. to you need to get over your because you have a thing with I ghosts do, that do, look I like do. people that you don't like, which we won't get into that right now. We actually now, saw but. The Conjuring in theaters. And um, and I remember when yeah. as soon as that came up though I got taken out of it completely because I just hate that imagery. Right. So I need to give it a second chance. That being said, what I said. Absolutely. Um, you got anything? Darren Bowsman is starting to direct his all female thriller Saint Agatha this week. Saint Agatha. Yep. Uh, Darren uh, Darren Bowsman uh, who just put out. Um, 
to your mom. Hey, you bite your tongue. <laughs> uh, he just put out Avatar, uh, which I I have yet to see it, but it's it, a lot of people who have seen it basically say it's the best movie you've never seen from last year. It looks really awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's about a haunted house, and that's I'll leave it at that. It, there's lots of twists to it, but um, anyway, uh, yeah. So uh, Saint Agatha, there's no real description for it, but I love Bowsman, so I'll see the hell out of this. Do it. Up. <laughs> Um, do you have anything else? Or I have one it? more thing that's big. Uh, I'll go ahead. Because mine actually ends, like, the thing that I have that's left is is kind of relevant to our topic for okay. today. So, go ahead. So, there was this little tiny phenomenon uh, that happened on Netflix last year called Stranger Things. Never heard of it. Mm, no. <laughs> not, not familiar. Well, <laughs> if, um, if you have heard of it, you're excited because Stranger Things 2 has officially been unleashed as far as all of its advertising goes. Mm-hmm. And I could not be more excited about With this. With that thing. little Super Bowl spot? They had a Super Bowl spot, and ever and, and even since then, there's been more stuff mm-hmm. coming out. Uh, we have seen, in the, in, the, in, the, in the Super Bowl spot, we see there's a big, giant fucking monster in the city. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. So Lovecrafty, and it makes my heart weep. <laughs> <laughs> um... Uh, also, we got a shot of Eleven's new hairdo, taking on a Dustin theme with her curly hair. Got your hair, dude. Yes, sir. Uh, and then also, Dustin apparently is going to have a pet monster mm-hmm. this season. I'm pretty excited about that. Now, do you think, because they, they kind of showed at the end of last season that uh, uh, Will. Yeah. Will? Yeah, he's having, he's having the... Like, he's he's seeing things. He's seeing things, things up. <laughs> well, like, he's seeing things from the upside down, you know, like he's hallucinating. That has to be a part do of Do you think that that giant monster is real, or do you think that that's, like, a upside-down hallucination? Ooh, I don't know. I don't that's know. A, that's a good question. That's just... If I, I will say this, though. If Dustin has a pet monster that he has already said doesn't come from this world or this dimension, that means that things are p- coming passing over. I'm going to go that it's real. It's got a very real... Uh, X-Files-y sort of... Um, or The Mist. Or The Mist, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? I was going to say that show where the, the girl dies and they go into the tree. That's Stranger Things. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, Stranger Things 2 is a very Stranger Things type vibe to it. All right, the last thing I have here, I, I actually just read this, so uh, so I'm, I'm just going to read it straight off of Bloody Disgusting. Um, because we're talking about Valentine's Day, and because we will be talking about My Bloody Valentine, um, Ben <laughs> Ben Scriven, who is the uh, Ben Scrivens, who's the owner of Fright Rags. Yep, I'm sure you've I have yeah, checked shirt, out Fright Rags. Yeah, yep. absolutely. They put out some amazing sponsor uh, us. <laughs> yes, just send us free stuff, <laughs> and we will talk about you. Uh, they put out some amazing T-shirt designs and stuff like that. Not just T-shirts, but you know. Uh, so he's a huge fan of uh, of of. Um, the My Bloody Valentine sure. original film, and I think the new one as well. So he's paying tribute with a with a just launched Ballad of Harry Warden collection. Ooh. Uh, the collection includes three different designs that are available on T-shirts, hoodies, and baseball tees. But that's not all. There are also two My Bloody Valentine pins and the Ballad of Harry Warden box set, which features a new design by Matt Tobin on an exclusive black tee. A bloody heart enamel pin autographed by Paul Kelman, who played TJ in the film. And My Bloody Valentine candy hearts and a collector's box. There's only 200 of them. Dang. Yeah. So, what do they cost? Like $4,000? I don't know. I didn't read that far, but they. I'm looking at the, the uh, designs right now, and they look really awesome. Pretty awesome? Yeah. 
Very cool. There's a lot of these awesome companies that are doing throwback like T-shirts and other like like uh, clothing and whatnot for these old movies, and they're 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 usually all you top just, notch. You just want to buy them all. I do. Right? I, I wish I could. <laughs> Unfortunately, I can't. But. Yeah. Well, uh, is that it? That, that's it. I think that's it for the news. Boom! That was the news. That was the news. That was the news. All right. So, did you guys watch anything this week? Uh, I did not. You know what? I watched <laughs> nothing. I bought a car this week. I God, you guys are slacking. I watched so much. Uh, I didn't. Uh, no. It's it's been a busy week, yeah. and yeah, I had I no agree. time to fit anything else in. Unfortunately. All right. So, so we so we got a short. So episode we're so we're slackers. <laughs> Let's move on. All right. So uh, last week we did uh, in honor of the Women in Horror Month, year number eight. We did our favorite hero uh, horror heroines or final girls, badass ladies, whatever you want to call them. This week we are doing our top six evil ladies. Just those those evil females. Evil. So, uh, Mikey, why don't you kick it off, brother? All right. In no particular order, these are my top six. Yep. Ellen Sandweiss, who played Cheryl in The Evil Dead. Good pick. I mean, classic, right? Absolutely. Plus, I mean, Evil Dead, you you are... <laughs> my, <laughs> so, just just quick, wait until we quick, get to our Evil Dead Japanese episode. audiences are getting a new Blu-ray reissue of the Evil Dead original movie and this giant bust of like the chick with her hand coming out of the ground like it's this big statue thing I'm gonna be importing a bunch of shit from Japan <laughs> that's all there is to it uh, number two Jennifer Tilly who played Tiffany in the Chucky series oh yeah that's good right good one right yep um, Robin McLevy from the loved ones. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, like, you that, you like, look at yeah. me like I've seen that movie. I actually um, want to watch that, that one. That movie's incredible, heard a lot. and she is insane. And she is she is like the epitome of love. Of I know it's I know it's Women in Horror Month, mm-hmm. but she is the epitome of an evil bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like just the worst. It's right? crazy. Uh, right. Okay, number four, Sherry Moon Zombie. Mm-hmm. Baby Firefly. Uh, baby. From more specifically in my taste, Devil's Rejects. Yeah, she's fantastic. Oh, amazing. Yep. Um, Pamela Springsteen from Sleepaway Camp 2 and 3. Not the original. Yeah. Felissa Rose played Angela as a kid mm-hmm. in the original, but 2 and 3 is when she's older, and she is just slasher goodness the, like, fir- the first sleepaway camp I ever saw was the second one yeah okay. I, didn't, I didn't see the first one until much later well so the first one has substance to it whereas two and three it's just slasher just campy slasher it's, fun yeah. it's, it's made to be a campy slasher flick and I love it for like, that reason like peeking your head out of your tent and getting a shovel to the back of the neck exactly, kind of yeah. fun <laughs> and my final yeah. Selma Hayek in From Dust Till Dawn very as, good as if I can get this name correct, because it's a uh, it's a tongue twister, uh, San- Santanico, Santanico Pandemonium, Pandemonium, Pandemonium. Good lord, I can't say it. <laughs> Whatever, snake charmer extraordinaire Selma Hayek turns into a deliciously lizardy vampire. <laughs> I'll be right back. All and right, and you know what? That's funny because there's a there's a name in mind that I forget how to pronounce. All right, what do you got? Well, I'll well, start yeah. with that one. Go uh, for it, no Jay. specific order. Uh, Feruza Balk, Na- who played Nancy Downs from The Craft. Is that how you say your yeah. name? I from Feruza Balk, yeah. Feruza Balk. Yep. From Willy Wonka? No, that's Feruza <laughs> Salt. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Equally as evil. I thought of that too. I was like, well, okay. She is evil. And then, evil. Uh, you know, immediately the first thing that popped in my head for whatever reason was Kathy Bates, oh, who yeah. played Annie yeah. Wilkes uh, in Misery. Mm-hmm. I just remember seeing that as a young child and just hearing this, ah, like, like, and all this craziness going on. 
And uh, it, it was, was just, it, was it miserable? It was miserable. <laughs> but I, I just meant that was an evil image that I always pictured in my head when I thought of an evil Absolutely. woman growing up after seeing that. Mm-hmm. Um, Betsy Palmer. I mean, there's a, there's a couple, uh, uh, if you want to call them, uh, just, just whatever, big name ones that, that, that popped in my head right away. And that's Betsy kinda, Palmer. That's kind of what, what I went with us in two. Betsy like, Palmer as? Uh, uh, Pam. Pamela Voorhees. Right. Jason's mom on yep. Friday the 13th. Okay. Um, Michelle Pfeiffer. Do you know which one this is referencing towards? She played Claire Spencer in What Lies Beneath. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, re- I really enjoyed that movie. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's been a long time since I've seen it. Uh, I also had Sherry Moon Zombie, but mine was from House of a Thousand Corpses. The original. Um, the yeah. original Baby Fire. You know, I thought she uh, she's just trying to seduce this dude and uh, whatever and all in this big, like, the loose lady that she's playing, I guess, <laughs> uh, trying to say it nicely. And then she's like, I'm going to stab you in the face and I'm going to play circus music behind it or, or Frank Sinatra behind it because it's awesome. <laughs> and uh, I would say it was just a really creepy character that I... It's a uh, great impression. <laughs> it's really good. You just have to add in a couple of fuckings and cocksuckers you and cunts and stuff. cocksucker. <laughs> because that's spot on. That's actually really good. <laughs> And then uh, the last one I had was, of course, uh, Sissy Spacek from Ka- uh, Carrie. Nice. Carrie from Carrie. Very, very nice. good. Very nice. All right. Well, I'm I'm actually going to double up on one of yours. Wow, uh, what you got? Kathy Bates as Annie Wilkes in Misery. Nah, Man, I'm that nice. Whew, the hobbling scene when I was younger oh, that ruined God. my life. Um, Esther, uh, from what uh, what I what I watched recently, Orphan. Uh-huh. Isabel Furman as Esther. Man, she was crazy in that movie. Yep. Uh, Classic, Linda Blair as Regan. Nice. And, or Ra- sorry, Reagan in The Exorcist. Uh, then I'm going to go with Catherine Isabel as Ginger in Ginger Snaps. Oh, okay. I thought about that one. I didn't go with it, though. Um, uh, Piper Laurie. Y- you did one from Carrie, right? You did right. Sissy Spacek? Yeah. I'm actually going with her mom. Okay. Margaret Which- White, played by Piper Laurie in Carrie. There she was... She was so scary in that movie. They're all going to laugh at you. <laughs> Just so freaking scary. Um, and then the last the last one I have, is a, is, it's actually a twofer. Um, this is actually kind of more of a thriller. Uh, the movie Flowers in the Attic. Have you ever seen it? Uh, I, 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 I don't think I've heard of it before. This movie's crazy. I watched it all the time when I was younger, and it scared the hell out of me when I was younger for different reasons. Not the, not the same way like a, a typical horror movie scares you, but... Uh, Flowers in the Attic, Louise Fletcher and Victoria Tennant played grandmother and mother, respectively, and just, you hate them more than <laughs> more than poison in this movie. They're just the two most awful. Poison's off- pretty bad. Oh, they're just the two most awful people in the world. It's just such a sad movie and scary at times. So that's uh, that's my list. That rounds it out, boys. Boom, that's the list. Boom, that's the list. <laughs> Boom, shakalaka. So uh, that'll take us into the tofu for today, which is... Valentine's Day. V-Day. Get your V's on. V-D Day. <laughs> if, you, if you're on Tinder, it's probably V-D Day. Lose your V-Day. <laughs> you get V-D. And you get V-D. <laughs> is it Oprah? Everybody gets V-D. <laughs> yes, Oprah. So, so is that episode of Herpo? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You get VD. You get VD. Uh, so yeah, uh, why don't we talk about some Valentine's Day? Let's do it. Murder movies. All right. What you what do you want to start with? Which we have, there are not a lot. No, there's not. Well, it's funny. We actually figured that for every holiday there was going to be. Obviously, someone has to take advantage of every holiday in the slasher genre, right? I think there's not a single 
holiday they, that hasn't been touched. Right. Yeah. So we figure Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is severely It's all about neglected. love. It's all about love, though. You would think that's the, the, the best catalyst for a slasher flick. Right. Yeah. Is revenge and love and this and that. Jilted lovers or, yeah. Or, exactly. or girls named Jill. Or <laughs> who are lovers. And Jill and Ted. <laughs> and Jill and Ted. <laughs> they had um, an excellent adventure. There are, though, <laughs> the best of our knowledge, there are five. Count them. Five. five. One, <laughs> two, three, four, five. And guess counted. what? We watched them all for better or worse, and... And here they are. Here they are. What are we uh, starting with? Starting with... Uh, what did we decide we were going to start uh, with? Valentine? Valentine. Yeah. Oh, yes. Valentine, 2001. Directed by Jamie Blanks, which... Uh, Jamie Blanks is also the director of Urban Legend. Yes. And Valentine, if you watch this movie, uh, it's essentially Urban Legend... Just uh, during Valentine's Day. <laughs> I haven't seen Urban Legend in so long that I barely remember anything about it. I mean, you know, it separates itself enough, but it it, it definitely you can tell that that's like it's got his stamp on it. They feel very much the same to me. Well, this movie came out in the in the time period when it was after Scream. Scream brought back the slasher. Right. Yet. The, the, the problem with that, though, is that Hollywood jumped on the genre oh, yeah. and just wanted to put out everything. And eventually, hor- the, the, the word horror seemed to be a little bit, like, taboo. And so instead of calling the movie a horror movie, uh-huh. it was always the scary, hip, and sexy thriller. <laughs> like, yeah. Every what? movie fell into that category. Like, right. even the, some of the Scream movies fell into that category. Right. Like, and it's just like, come on. It's just a bunch of good-looking, like, mid-20-year-old people playing teenagers. And there's a killer. And one of the girls is eventually going to get wet. You mean with rain or with water. Or the other way. I mean, hey. The uh, <laughs> point is, though, it, these movies, they follow such a standard uh, format. Format, there, yeah. yeah there, like, was, there, was a, there was a template. Yeah, it's like emo bands. I mean, <laughs> they're all the same. I mean, you know, like not to say that you're complaining about it, but I, uh, no, there were some good ones. In, there's, there's better ones amongst the group. Sure. In, in the way that you're sounding like it's like it's a complaint that they all kind of follow the same template. Uh, all the '80s slashers, yeah, followed a certain template as well. We just don't complain about it as much because we tend to. Lean Enjoy to- that aesthetic lean more toward than- <laughs> the '80s slashers more yeah. than the than, than the '90s. And in the '80s slashers, aughts. they had like you look at their the like, the houses that they always had, and there was always more bushes in front of the house. They didn't trim the bushes as much, and <laughs> it was always just you know that's the '80s, you know. <laughs> Landscaping was a very big deal in the '80s. <laughs> so much opposed to those '70s bushes, but um so. <laughs> Well, that was basically just covering the entire front of the house. Exactly. Yeah. So, <laughs> just bushes just running just wild. Go up and ring that doorbell. So, so, <laughs> so then... <laughs> okay, so Valen- Valentine, 2001. Uh, this is Women in Horror Month, guys. Come on. Respect the late. We're, we're, no, dude. Because the no disrespect. That was ultimate respect. Yeah, because, because even the men's houses had huge bushes, too, back then. So, like, you know. We're talking about everybody. Um, <laughs> this is uh, five women are stalked by an unknown assailant while preparing for Valentine's Day, and it. Uh, you know what? Like, I mean, as far as as far as the uh, like late '90s, early aughts 
slashers go. Yeah. This was... It, it was, was good. Better than I than I remember it being. Yeah, I, me too. I saw this movie when uh, probably back when it came out. Honestly, I got the VHS soon after, which is how I rewatched it. By the way, for uh, this episode, yeah, which you is did. classic. And um, yeah, it was actually a lot better than I remember. I grew up watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer, watching Angel, uh, who starred David Boreanaz as um, Angel in that series. Yeah, David Boreanaz uh, stars in valentine as well like this was i feel like a lot of those like old wb shows there was always at one point in time in those real popular shows where the main characters would do a hollywood movie yeah this was his you know did you notice did you notice just to just since you since you brought that up did you notice that there was a line in this movie that kind of made a call out to to the angel series no what was it there was a there was a part where uh I can't remember what two girls were talking. I mean, it was uh, Marley Shelton's character, Kate, mm-hmm. uh, was talking to one of the other girls. And she was kind of saying, like, uh, how David Boreanaz's character, who his name is Adam. Yep. Um, they were kind of talking about him. And she's like, she's like talking about how he's not always the greatest guy. And, uh, and the guys like, and the other girls like, oh, yeah, you need to watch out for him. He's no angel. <laughs> Oh God! I I never I did not pick up on that. It's Those obligatory. You have to you have to bring it yep. up. Yep. You know. So th- I thought that was kind of funny when I. But he is an angel. He is an angel, a caveman angel. If you can see my face right now, <laughs> this would make more sense. <laughs> anyway, though. Uh, so yeah. So this was this was that movie for him. Though, mm-hmm. You know, that was this this was his. I'm a big TV star. I'm going to do a teen spiced horror movie. And he was yeah, good in it. Yeah, it was better than I remember it to be. And, and and honestly, part of it reminds me a lot of the late seventies slasher movies, like Alice, Sweet Alice, for example. Uh, and the reason I say that is because of the mask. In Valentine, he's wearing this like baby cherub type mask. Mm-hmm. Alice, Sweet Alice, it's a very very feminine, soft featured mask. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And it reminded me a lot of that time period where it was just this guy in a mask business, you know, right. like, like, and I remember that. And, and I, I like that. I love those very simple premise slasher movies. Yeah. Uh, and that's what this reminded me of mixed in with the, you know, scary, hip and sexy, <laughs> like nineties version of what that is. Yeah. I mean, there was obviously like the, the very like in your face, like over sexualized. Yes. Character. And, uh, uh, in Denise Richards. <laughs> how, how many and, movies from kind of around that time kind of like followed that same format? Oh, it's a high school dance. They're oh, hanging out, making out under the bleachers. Or we're drinking under the bleachers. Someone's going to kill you. This yep. and that. It, it seemed like a lot of it was like started out with that same... Even, even different movies started well, with that same as beginning. As, from, as soon as one of them did well, though, they just they copied that right. format once, over and over. And once over. Scream picked it back up, it just it was kind of like every movie after that followed that same template. Like we Valentine, said earlier, I know what you did last summer. Right, the, the list goes on. You right, know, like, yeah. It, yeah. Um. So, uh, so this I can't tell. So, uh, this had this had a pretty big cast. It was Denise Richards, mm-hmm. uh, David Boreanaz, Marley Shelton, Jessica Capshaw. Which uh, I only know her from Grey's Anatomy. Okay, <laughs> really. Hey, um, Jessica Caulfield, who I never knew her name before. She's like one of those girls who, when you when you see her face, you know who sure. she is. And Catherine Heigl. I can't Catherine tell you Heigl. how I I didn't remember much about this movie because I saw it back when it first came out. I can't tell you how satisfied I was to see Catherine Heigl get offed first. Uh, I was more <laughs> because because everything that I've heard about her. As an actress, 
as a real person. She's a wonderful lady. Yeah, she's just a real peach. peach. <laughs> no, I heard she's like a ter- she's terrible to everybody yeah. that she works with. And I, I, I don't what, know. I, what I was more happy about though, and maybe they did this because of Scream, where they had Drew Barrymore as a big star. Yeah, killed off in the beginning. But was Katherine Heigl a big star back then? I don't. Um... I don't know that she was. 2001, I don't think she was. So, really, she was cast as a bit part. Yeah. It had nothing to do with the movie, so good on you, Catherine Heigl. (laughs) (laughs) No, Um, I I actually, I I really like, for, I I think I I really only ever saw this once back in the day, and then I saw it once a couple days ago, and I... is better than you remember, right? Well, as far as just like teeny bopper slasher movies go, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was a pretty fun movie yeah it, it's people give this movie a lot of shit like when i was um for the for the episode you know i'll watch a movie and then i'll i'll jump online to see what the general consensus was to see if i was really far off base or whatever yeah and uh a lot of people give this shit or give this movie a lot of shit Why? like they just they hate this movie yeah it has plot holes it has not, not everything makes the most sense in the world yeah you're you're watching it like David Boreanaz Valentine's Day slasher movie like it's meant to be entertained not understand not understood you know like right and like the i mean like plot not hole. that you can't understand it it's just there's some plot holes in plot it, holes and under the oh, like over the top kind of stuff like this is pretty standard fare for these types of movies yeah. in in the late late 90s early 2000s that's sure the, sure that's sure. just the way it was like they didn't really bank on people reading the, into it the too much. The <laughs> ending is is ridiculously cliche. <laughs> yeah. Really, really, like, everything's fine, everything's fine, dun, 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 you know, it's like, I, come on. I actually liked it, though, like, I, I had forgotten most of the movie, because I saw it 15 years ago or whatever, so I had forgotten most of it, so they actually did a decent job of kind of, like, uh, Making you think one thing and then hitting you with something else yeah. that made you go, oh, maybe not. And then, and then you know, like the end hits you and you're like, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want to give out too many spoilers if anybody wants to go and watch Valentine has been, from 2001. It has been 16 years. <laughs> yeah. But it's the time of year where people want to start, you know, That's like. That's true. That's true. Well, I, I, every time one of these holidays comes up, people want to start looking into movies that they can watch that actually have to do with the holiday. So I don't want to spoil it too much. But uh, um, the one thing that I, I really did like, uh, here's a spoiler, people die. Oh, <laughs> people die man, in this movie. Nah, come on. Uh, one thing that I thought was kind of cool is uh, in the beginning when the so it's it, it's basically it starts off with this kind of typical nerdy kid, just awkward. He's walking up to each of these girls in junior junior high. Yeah, it's a junior, it's high. junior high, middle school, something like that, at a at a Valentine's Day dance, and he's asking each of them to dance. He's just being a kid that wants. He's, yeah, he just like wants. He just, yeah, he just wants a little love, a little attention, and he, you know, wants to get his dick wet. <laughs> I exactly. mean, I mean, exactly. If we're and, gonna jump to conclusions, but the thing that I really liked is he uh, he asks each of these girls to dance, and each one of them gives him a snarky response. The worst too. Like, and it, but if you but if you go back and look, I actually read this. I'm not gonna like. I'm not gonna chalk this up to my own observation, but. I, if if you go back and look, each one of the girls dies in a manner that is similar to what they said to him. Oh, really? Yeah. 
Oh, I, just, yeah, I, just, I never caught that either. Just, in a, just as an example, not to not to give anything away, but like... Did Denise uh, Richards' character say something about drowning? No, she's, she says, I'd rather be boiled alive. Oh. Yeah, right. see, like that. Oh, I so, get it. So it. it uh, so it makes sense. And then in the... Mo- she doesn't die in a hot tub, I swear. <laughs> she definitely doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, she, you know, she gets eaten there's by way, a leopard. There, but honestly, there's more to it than that, though. So you're still yeah, gonna be in yeah, for, yeah, for a surprise a, when you yeah, watch it's it. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a. Well, they know that once she gets in a hot tub, she's gonna die. But that's pretty obvious anyway. But she, she plays the looser girl, so she does get screwed. Uh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> oh, watch the movie, you'll understand. <laughs> yeah. Um, body count of nine. Nine. That's. That's I a, actually didn't think there was that much in it, to be honest with you. That's a pretty good. Yeah, you're right. That's a pretty. That's a pretty decent. That's a modest, body count, a modest yeah. number. Sure. That's not modest, really. I mean, so? like for, for a single for a slash, slasher movie. For a single slasher movie, a body count of nine. I'm pretty sure that Jason kills like seventy five thousand per episode. Per episode. He has, per, a, he has a lot of episodic episodes. series. Oh yeah, that's true. Okay. Um. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> I might be overzealous. <laughs> actually, out of all the slashers, isn't it a fact that Jason has the the highest body count? Probably. We'll have to look it up, but I think I heard that somewhere. Probably. Uh, anyway, is it, did you have a favorite part of this movie? Um, well, as, if we're talking about favorite parts, I think my favorite parts would have to be one of the kills. Which one? You know, uh, and my favorite kill goes to, I guess we're going to give it away because the Denise, Denise Richards kill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, um, the reason that's my favorite, and I'll, I'll try to describe it without giving too much away, is she's killed in a manner where you can't escape it. And I can picture myself in that position. And let's just say that the buoyancy doesn't let you escape very easily. Right. <laughs> and so there's only so much that you can do. And it's a numbers game. Eventually, you're going to get hit <laughs> by whatever is hitting you. Yeah. So to watch her struggle, though, to get away until it eventually comes to her demise, it's it's kind of nerve-wracking a little bit, though, because you don't know when it's going to hit. And then it does. You're like, oh! God, that sucks really bad. <laughs> but but then but then like you kind of you are under the impression that she's gonna die one way, which is like how yep. how he's initially trying to kill her. Mm-hmm. But then he just he ends it in a way that's completely inescapable. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> which sucks. Yes. So uh, I think her yeah her death was was easily I think the best. What about you, Jay? Did you have a favorite part of this movie? Uh, that, actually, really quick to chime in, you mentioned the uh, about the body count, like who had the highest. I pulled that up really quick. Oh, it was really? on Bloody Disgusting, and from Film.com, we have with 158 kills, Jason Voorhees. Yeah! Oh, there it Boom. is. I told you. With 111 kills, Mike Myers. All right. 43 kills, big difference in number there, Freddy Krueger. Wow. 43 kills, Death from Final Destination. For, 40, wait, so Freddy and Final Destination are, are tied? tied? Yep. Wow. 42 kills, we got Leprechaun. 41. <laughs> Go ahead, Michael. What? No, I was going to say, I finally procured one of my Holy Grails in my, my movie collection. What's that? I finally, uh, my buddy Chris was out and about, and he found me the Leprechaun Pot of Gore box set that oh, I've been looking nice. for oh, forever. Really? <laughs> now, they released the Pot of Gore box set in a single clamshell mm-hmm. on Blu-ray. Fuck that. I want like the individual releases in a box. Yeah. He finally found it for me nice. at one of his wow. stores. So, so now we'll, you have it. We'll have to do a leprechaun. I'll get. I'm getting yeah. it this weekend. So we'll have to do a leprechaun retrospective. Maybe when we around, when we do a the time le- of year, that's a holiday that would portray if to that. I actually looked into that today. Mm. It's not going to work out, oh. unfortunately. Why? But it's just not going to. Why? 
because it's because uh, we we try to we tried to put our retrospectives a decent amount apart from each other, and St. Patty's Day is really really close to like today. It's like three weeks from today. Um, well, it? we haven't done a retrospective in a while, so I mean, like two weeks ago. So if we wait until then, we'll be good. More to come on our next retrospective. More to come. <laughs> <laughs> all right so so james is lonely <laughs> uh, all right after leprechaun we got pinhead with 41 kills Ghostface from scream with 34 kills chucky 32 kills leatherface with 24 kills and jaws with 18 kills Damn. some of those are like like surprisingly low yeah i agree yeah well i mean we went from uh jason Voorhees and mike myers with 158 and 111 and the next highest up was Freddy Krueger with 43. Chucky, that's a Chucky huge only difference. has 32? Jason, that's sad. Jason Voorhees is really an overachiever. And so that's the top 10. The uh, the top 8 are from 18 kills up to 43 kills. And the top uh, you know, 1 and 2 are 111 and 158. Wow. So I hope awesome. that in Chucky 6, 7, where, where are we on now? He eight, just kills everyone. I hope that he kills everyone. <laughs> like, drop a nuke on New York or whatever, <laughs> and like their your body count goes by like a 1,000. <laughs> you know? <laughs> All right, let's get back to uh, val- yeah, sorry, Valentine's sorry. Valentine's here. Uh, so, what was your you, favorite? What was your favorite part of Valentine? Um, it's kind of a tie between two different parts. I I like the very beginning, uh, the first kill scene because it just reminded me of like the just sort of the typical '90s slasher from that era. I thought you were gonna say your early childhood. <laughs> it reminded me of my early childhood growing up, you know. <laughs> so I like that. Which, which, by the way, if anybody hasn't gotten our fright frame for this this week. Wink, wink. Oh, yeah. No one's guessed it yet. Yeah, well. Just putting that out there. That's uh, relevant to what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it, 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 so it's between that and, and the very end. I, I, I like the misdirect. Yeah. Especially since, like I said, I had kind of forgotten most of the movies. So the misdirect, I, you know, kind of saw it coming, but I, I still really liked it. So that's kind of, that's where I sit with it. Okay. So. Um, did you know that... Uh, in the original casting of this movie, uh, or, or the, during the casting process, there's a lot of other people who are up for different roles. And uh, according to the internet, which is always 100% accurate. What's the internet? Uh, Tara Reid, mm-hmm. who I previously made fun of in the fir- previous episode, <laughs> <laughs> uh, she was actually in the process of being cast as um, Dorothy, who was played, played by Jessica Capshaw. Yeah, and then also Jennifer. That I mean, like she was just in Urban Legend. Urban Legend, yep. directed by the same director. Yep. So and I, then also Jennifer Love Hewitt was in line to play Paige, who played was was played by Denise oh, Richards. Oh wow! I got to be honest with you, I'm okay with both. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, yeah. like, like let's be honest, that role they both would have absolutely worked for it. They both. Uh, I think I think Denise Richards has the the sort of attitude to like to I think she was the better, yes. Yeah. I think Jennifer Love Hewitt is more of the good girl. Yeah. You know, she's not the 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 bad girl, if you will. <laughs> I, I don't know. Well, if, if she's if she's if she's not, if she's the good girl, she's not the bad girl. Oh, that goes without saying. Good girls go bad. <laughs> Some of them do. Isn't that a <laughs> terrible song? What's that? What was that? Cobra horror? Starship. Cobra Starship. The, yeah, that was a bad song. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else about this flick that I remember. I, there's not a whole lot, though. No, I think we can pretty much you know? move on from here. Yeah. Mass- I do remember this, though. Katherine Heigl only had a couple days to shoot her scenes. And I remember there was an, uh, there was an article that was that 
that I read somewhere where she, when asked about this movie after it was done, she re- completely regrets doing this movie. Because she did not read oh, the entire script. Right. She only read her parts. And I, I have to wonder if, if, if given her her legendary attitude in the industry is right, maybe mm-hmm. she was just pissed because she got killed off in the first <laughs> 10 minutes of the movie. <laughs> did she Did she not realize that her part was like in the first 10 minutes know. of she, the movie? She said that she didn't read the whole script, so who knows. Yeah. Whatever. Well, uh, let's uh, let's move along to a, to another Valentine's Day. All right, what do you got? here? Um, <laughs> let's get one out of the way real quick because we, oh. I don't think we have much to say about it. Oh, I have a ton to say about it. You do? I do. All right, I'm going to go on a research break while you talk about it. <laughs> okay, well, I love this store. You can buy your girlfriend the greatest things <laughs> in the world. Uh, sexy lingerie, some... Edible underwear. Some edible Are you underwear. talking about Walmart? <laughs> <laughs> That's, it's got to well, be Walmart, That's right? talking that's, about the Walmarts, no, 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 right? No, 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 That's where I go to buy beef jerky. No. <laughs> not edible underwear. I mean, I suppose you could fashion it. Beef jerky it. flavored underwear? All right. So the, uh, the the cinematic travesty that we're talking about is Lover's Lane from yeah. 2001. Yeah. 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 I, really, I, I, I really didn't put much down from my notes in this one because feel, it was just like... I feel that it's that it's fun to mention the fact that it, that it took us two days of trying super hard to watch this movie just to be let down so miraculously <laughs> so mike owns this mike owns this uh gem he, yeah gem on vhs i bought this year maybe years ago at this point i had picked it up for st- stupid cheap i remember oh it's a slasher movie lover's lane it's got anna ferris in it whatever it can't be that bad right <laughs> right yes it can <laughs> uh, see uh, i've never seen this one so this one's all on you it's it's yeah, bad. It's it looks like it was good. shot with you know that you like did did your family ever have one of those uh the video cameras where it was so big that it had to sit on your dad's shoulder? Oh yeah. It looks like it was shot on one of those. It's better than VHS, but I know what you're getting no. at. No. I know what you're <laughs> Mini D V. Mini DV. No, oh, dude. Mini <laughs> DV looks way better than this movie. Regardless, it looked like shit. The, the cameras the that fit the VHS tape in them, is that what you're referring like to? Like the full-size oh, VHS. Yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. That's the best way to shoot, man. <laughs> not not the best way to shoot a movie, turns no, out. No, Um. Yeah, this movie... Uh, it was weird, because it, it was only... It was shot, what, a, like, what, a year before Anna Ferris did, did the scary movie, the scary movie yep. series. Yeah, she did this right before then. So obviously she found a lot of fame in the scary movie franchise. So it was Anna Ferris, uh, Sarah Lancaster, who you <laughs> might know from Chuck. From Chuck, yeah. She played Chuck's older sister in uh, the TV show Chuck, which is a uh, fantastic show if you haven't watched it. Who else was in it? There was actually some other there was, semi-notable there people was in it. There faces that we recognized, but nobody too huge. The one kid from that horrible motocross Movie? That's on you. I, I I didn't know this person. This was a Disney him. movie I used to watch when I was younger called Motocross. It was basically like the movie Ladybugs, but with motocross. Hey, hey, I don't get no respect. Huh? Where instead of a instead of a dude pretending to be a girl to play soccer, it was a girl pretending to be a guy so that she could ride motocross. Because girls can't ride motorcycles. Yeah. W- uh, I, I, I guess that was the message they were trying to send. Do you I mean, even, girls can't <laughs> ride motorcycles. Do you even brap, bro? Brap. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay, here's, yeah. a, here's a synopsis of Lover's Lane. Uh, a man who committed a series of murders 13 years ago begins to hunt down his victim's children. Um, uh, that, mo- that, that synopsis is about as bland as the movie. 
really. Um, the movie just didn't make a lot of sense. It didn't. It didn't. Uh, you would think that there is one... Listen, you know what? We're going to give spoilers because fuck this movie. Yeah. There's, um, there's a hook, I'll tell you that much. There is listen, a hook, yeah. Listen, this is the hook right here. <laughs> There ain't just one I killer. I make those good girls go bad. <laughs> so, so That's you think, the hook. So you think that this movie is about... Uh, the beginning of the movie, uh, there's people out at Lover's Lane, which is like a, a parking spot on a hill where, where people would go to That's coitus. Make out point. Court, court each other, if you will. It's make out point. And um, there's, there's kids up there, and a guy with a Captain Hook kills them. It's not even like a dirty, grungy hook. Yeah, it's like not even expect. a good, like, Candyman-looking hook. It's, it's, like like, a, it's like a good um, uh, Spirit Halloween-style hook. Like one of the kinds <laughs> that you stick your hand into and hold on to the little... The, the nub. Nub. You're like, yeah. that looks like it should be metal, but it's not shiny it's at like all. That's plastic. plastic. It's like when you reach in the James's pants. You just kind of grab down there and you hold the nub. Yeah, you hold <laughs> just the, you know, like, quarter-inch nub. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's it's totally unrealistic from the get-go, though, because it looks bad. Like, it looks like it's Halloween store. Like, it'd be like we were just saying. Like, it's just, just, I don't I don't think we needed to talk about this movie that much. Yeah. It was just that bad. Yeah. I, well, all right. Let's just, I, <laughs> honestly, okay, it, it's, it's, just, it's just about a guy who kills some people, and then for some reason There's he not, comes back and starts killing more but, people. But he's not the only killer. <laughs> There's two others. Which doesn't make a whole lot of Didn't sense as to why they're killing people. And um, if you're an Anna Ferris super fan, I, I maybe check it out just maybe. for prosperity's sake. Yeah, but I like, just, I, I, I got we uh, we wouldn't recommend this movie. No, drink drink quite a few beers while you're watching I, it. I recommend drinking the beers because then because then you'll have a good laugh as we did. Yep. yep. <laughs> but other other than that, it's really not a great movie. If so you're looking don't for some it. background noise while maybe you're vacuuming the house, <laughs> throw this on. Yeah, I, yeah, I could get down with that. I yeah, absolutely. Throw it on while your you're... house will be cleaner than the movie is. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. Let's move on to a movie that we actually liked. <laughs> All right, fair. Um, uh, let's move on to. Were we gonna do? Uh, My Bloody Valentine. Okay, so we're the jumping, original. Original. We're jumping oh, yeah. into the original. Oh, yes, sir, we are. Uh, the original My Bloody Valentine is probably one of the best slasher movies, honestly, from that time period. Uh, it, unless you've only seen the theatrical version. <laughs> I uh, well, Because there's a big difference between the theatrical version and the uncut version. Well, it actually pains me to admit this, but I had, actually, I, I had never seen... Any bloody my bloody Valentine movies <gasps> dun, 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 until yesterday <laughs> uh, when I watched the original and, and and what do you think now honestly dude like I having only watched it once I I could probably put it in my top five it's fantastic it's really and you really watched good. it like I said like you watched the uncut version of it yeah and I it was weird because I I watched the uncut version and I actually asked you. I, I called you to see if your version that you have on, uh, what, Blu-ray? or no, it's DVD. DVD? Yep. Because every time they would get to a call, uh, kill scene, it, like the entire movie was like an, an HD transfer. Mm-hmm. And then every time they would get to a kill scene, it would almost revert back to the original kind of VHS quality. Not even VHS, it's like film. Like yeah, straight or, film or yeah, like almost yeah. almost the way you see like it, when you go into the... the it, it's when, an unpolished film. It's It's got like, the crackles, it's got right. the pops. Like when got, you go into a, yeah. the special features of a of a DVD and you like see the, the deleted scenes yep. and it's kind of that 
yeah, yeah, like Snap, that. Cut, crackle, like the, the Rice Krispies version of film. If yeah, you like the cutting room floor Rice Krispies version <laughs> yeah. of film, and and it did it for every single kill scene. So well, it it left me wondering, like, are they doing this for uh, like artistic effect or what were they well, doing? Well, I realized too, like I have the special edition DVD, and so I put that on, and I. Uh, I, I compared the, the special edition to the theatrical cut because they're both on the on the disc, and uh, yeah, that what you were seeing is is just they did not they didn't go back and re uh, like repolish any of those deleted scenes. So when you're watching the uncut version with those scenes cut back in, you have the the nice looking version of the movie, and then every time a kill happens, they cut so much out of this movie. I've heard, I, I've in two different places, I've heard two different things, but they cut somewhere between three and five three, minutes out yeah. of the movie. And uh, there's so much cut out that I can't even imagine watching this movie in its theatrical version because everything's gone. Like every awesome practical effect, every kill, every every great like splatter scene is right, completely that, cut out. That's of the what movie. you were telling me. Like like uh, like all the scenes that I was seeing with that like downgrade in, snap, in crackle, quality, pop. Yeah, yeah, snap crackle pop was those were all cut out. And so I was cut like, out. I was like, it would. So still, you saw a version where they were added back in. It would still be a cool movie. But not nearly as well, cool. Well, I watched, so I compared some of the uncut scenes to the theatrical scenes, and quite frankly, the theatrical version of the movie is chopped to shit. Is it? Like, you can tell once you've seen how the original scene was supposed to be, Yeah. you watch it, and it, just, it looks like just really uh, uh, poorly edited. I don't want to say poorly edited, but like... You see the jump cuts. Like it's very obvious they cut shit out of a lot of places. When you said there was there was I'm, I'm I I don't want to give too much away, but there was like a glaring. Well, why spoilers? Five, four. Well, no, I'm not gonna give too much. I'm not gonna give too much away. <laughs> well, but I just gave you an out to give. There spoilers, was there so. was a glaring difference at the end where there's a there's something that happens with a certain character's body uh, part appendage. Not his dick. <laughs> not his dick. <laughs> <laughs> Where in the theatrical version, you see it as just uh, like he's walking away and he's missing an appendage and you don't know why. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, wait, what, 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 what? But, then, but, in, but in the version I watched. You see the whole deal and it's graphic and it's pretty gnarly. And it's and awesome. It's like, yeah, it's great. Um, um, yeah. So if you, if you don't know much about this movie, uh, so there's a, there's a decades old folk tale. Uh, surrounding a dera- deranged murderer, who uh, he he kills people on Valentine's Day. Uh, well, they're they're mine workers. Mm. Uh, there was a there was a horrible accident in a mine, uh, and this is this is the original. I'm talking about the 1981 yes, original. Right. There was a horrible accident in a mine, because when you're dealing with a mine, apparently there's a ton of methane gas, which if you don't know is the same as. <laughs> very, very lucky flammable. for you. I love there, farts. There was a there was there was an ignition of the methane gas, which basically collapsed the mine. And there was uh, was it six? Uh, I believe six, it was six miners yeah. left yep. down there. And uh, and when they when they finally like dug their way through, they found one who was still alive. Harry. Harry Warden, and he had survived by doing some pretty abominable things. And just uh, eating dicks. <laughs> just. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, and and he had he, ba- he cannibalized people. He, he he ate them. Well, I wasn't gonna give that much away, but Why yeah, not? sure. That's he the beginning ate, of the movie. Yeah, it's, sure. It's, he ate it's everybody. First ten minutes. Shit. He ate everybody. Um. Hey, can you cannibalize me a new beer? <laughs> I can. Do you want a <laughs> you want a moose head or what do you want? Uh, I'll take the moose dick. Okay. 
Um, so, so uh, he, you know, obviously after an experience like that, he had pretty much completely lost his mind. But the problem was the reason this accident happened and the reason that nobody knew that these guys were trapped down there is because the two uh, foremans who were supposed to be keeping an eye on the operation decided to cut out early and go to the Valentine's dance yep. that they were having in this small town of Valentine Bluff. Uh, Valentine's Bluff. Is that that's the name of the town, right? Valentine's yeah, yeah, Bluff. Yep, yep. And There's a big uh, neon sign right outside the a silly uh, name. <laughs> yeah. So so he he is very disgruntled about this. So uh, he ends up he ends up murdering these two foremen uh, as you know an act of revenge. Revenge. Um, and then as, as an act of fuck you. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so it 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 basically serves as like a for the rest of the movie. Uh, well, not the rest of the movie, but like jump cut twenty years. Like they haven't had this Valentine's dance again in the past twenty years because it's kind of it's it's like there's a there's a a tale like a urban legend that goes along with this. Like, he basically said that if you have another dance, I will kill everybody. If you have another dance, everybody's dead. Yep. And so twenty years removed, they're like, I think it's safe to finally. Spoiler: They go. have a dance. Everything goes fine. No one dies. <laughs> yeah. Everybody has a really good time, <laughs> you know. A lot of lot of nice people find the love of their life, and uh, yeah, Valentine's yeah. Day prevails. <laughs> that now, reminds me almost of the time when when you yourself you were like, oh, I got a high school dance to go to, but the thirteenth anniversary of our of our prom or whatever, and the janitor was gonna kill everybody, and you showed up anyway. <laughs> you dingus! What episode was that? I can't remember. I don't know. I don't know. Somewhere around uh, mid to late teens. If some <laughs> if somebody has listened to our entire twenty five episodes and can tell us when that was. We will send you a beer in the mail. Hey. If you're over 21. Yeah. <laughs> Master of horror. I think you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, so they decide they're going to have the they're gonna have the dance again Not, 20 years later. They're going to go to the mine because they're outlawed in the city. Well, well, no. Some stuff starts to happen. Well, sure. Where yeah. they think. I jumped. Where, I jumped. The, where the mayor thinks, well, maybe we shouldn't have this. Like, uh, there may or may not be some people... That end up dead, and and inside of a dryer. Classic, classic concern. <laughs> inside of a dryer at a laundromat, which, by the way, great effects. Really great, really effects. cool practical yeah. effects. That's a killer death. Kill, one of the, one of the things that is, a, that is such a travesty about this movie is that in the theatrical cut, all of the absolutely spectacular practical effects gone. Like how you watch the you watch the uncut version, and you like you. I feel bad for the effects artists yeah. who worked on all these because so much good shit has just gone to the wayside. Exactly. You know? There was a they 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 actually said that um on set one day when they when they showed up with one of the uh the practical effects like one of the the dead bodies or something one of them was so convincing that the director who is uh George Mahalka when he saw it he puked. <laughs> He literally threw up because of this. How was that effect starts? I go, all right. Job <laughs> all right. well done. <laughs> this is why you're paying what me. Was your, what was your favorite kill from this movie? Oh, geez. Um, I really, I like the dryer one. Yeah, dryer Um, I loved the scene, which they they did in both movies. I love I love the scene where, because in, in, uh, in coal mines and stuff like that, when guys take off their gear, they, uh, they, sh- they put them on a hook and then string them up basically to the ceiling like they yeah. pull on this pulley and all the the outfit their outfits <laughs> all the 
the cute, outfits, yeah, all I the mean. cute little outfits. <laughs> <laughs> all of their all their gear goes up to the ceiling. I really liked uh, this idea of um, because it's almost like creating this this maze in an instant because the killer starts to pull on these pulleys and all these out outfits <laughs> all these uniforms, U- uniforms or all the gear is like dropping down from the ceiling so it's like these things diving down at this woman all at all at one time and she doesn't know which way to go and she doesn't know which one of them's are which one of them are are, are gear and which one might be the actual killer so she's turning every which way, every which she's way, and then to be fuddled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hit like by so many outfits. It's it just <laughs> hit by I don't know what you raining outfits, and, and she just and and, and it's and, raining men. <laughs> it is literally raining men, and and she and she finally you know comes face to face with the killer, and then he uh, takes her to the showers, which sounds perverted. But it's not Which because leads to he, my favorite kill. Because he actually he he oh is this the one that you're this talking about? This is my about? favorite kill. Yeah. Well, this in is the my shower. This is my favorite scene, which leads to my favorite kill, which yep. is the same as your favorite kill. So why don't you describe the kill? Well, I mean, I don't want to give too much away, but like my it's, it's the best kill. You, know, you kind of have spoilers. to just give it away. It's um, from so 1981. Girl, girl gets scared because of what James just talked about. Mm-hmm. She goes in the showers. All the showers start turning on, and the uh, the killer. Lifts her up and impales the back of her head on one of these really crude-looking shower Like heads. the shower spigots. And it comes out of her mouth. So then he turns the water on, and the, the shower is spewing out of her mouth. And it's, it's just incredible. Like it's it's, really it's one gnarly. of those it's one of those classic '80s like slasher kills, yeah. and it's just fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, my other favorite kill though comes in the beginning of the movie where he. Uh, he he's, he has one of those giant pickaxes. Yeah. And he pickaxes somebody from the bottom up, like so through through the mouth, and it comes out the person's eye, and their eyes eyeballs hanging out of the socket mm-hmm. with the pickaxe just kind of sticking out of the eye socket. Yeah. And then he drags the body away. Like it's <laughs> it just looks so cool, crude, but it's so cool. I I just love it. Um, and 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 that character, uh, Happy, yeah. who's the bartender. He's one of my favorite characters because he he plays he's the harbinger. Yeah. Which classic slasher movies follow that archetype where they have the harbinger and the uh the final girl and like basically all the rules that got thrown out once you got into the 90s and the 2000s like he was the harbinger like he's he's telling all these kids who Not are to go yeah, all the these mind. kids are like, we're going to go have a party and we're going to do it right. And blah, 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 blah. You're talking about the bartender, right? Yeah, yeah. happy. And, and and they're like, they're like, we're, you know, fuck Harry Ward and we don't give it, we don't, we don't care about him. And happy, the bartender's telling them, like, he's basically trying to save their lives. Like, hey, don't, he's being, Dumbasses. he's, don't being, he's being very crude about it, but he's basically saying like, hey, don't do this because Harry Warden will kill you. And, uh. So he decides to to take it a step further as the harbinger and try to scare these kids, scare them straight. Yep. And and he ends up with the pickaxe through his jaw, out his eyeball. Yep. And that's a that's a fantastic kill. One of the things that um, didn't make a whole lot of sense to me though is the very opening scene of the movie. Why? Where in the timeline with Harry Warden does that fit in? Um, what do you mean? The opening scene of the movie is basically if you're into guys in coal miner outfits and you just love to, you know, diddle your do, 
this is a good scene for her you're, because you're talking about a lady at this point. Yes, yeah. yes. Like uh, basically, it's like a coal miner's like soft core sex scene minus the sex. <laughs> no, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, I think that the the, 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 the she rubs his uh, his oxygen cord so crazily. She does. He's it's so, like wow, who is into this kind of thing? <laughs> she does. He's wearing a he's wearing a gas mask. And and it has the tube coming out of the yep. the mouth, and she she definitely strokes that thing like she, like it's her business. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> at that point in time, it was absolutely her business. But that's I I kind of I kind of felt the same thing. Like who did she think he was? You never see his face. <laughs> I, I I don't know. Like I, you know, did she did she know who it actually what. Probably she actually knew who it was. No, I'm, just, I'm assuming. Oh, you know what I'm, just, you know what I'm putting together right now? What's that? It's because I think that that character in the original, her name was Irene. Who would be? Do you know who Irene was in the I remake? Don't. No, I don't. Irene was the girl who is banging Todd Farmer, his character. You think so? Yeah. But she dies in... That's why there's so much different about the remake and the original. Which brings us to the remake. Um, <laughs> Let's go there. Go on. Okay. Well, else? we're we're actually I, I we I think we kind of have to do like a little bit of compare and contrast okay. from the remake and the and the original. Okay. Um, I'm just gonna say this like right off the bat when I started watching the the remake, which is from 2009. Nine. Right. Yep. Um, when I started watching the remake. I I immediately knew that I I didn't like it as much as the original. Okay. And it's because it was pretty apparent that it was made for a different type of audience. Uh a a less patient audience. Which it's it's not that I I don't want to speak poorly about youngsters. <laughs> youngsters. I, I think I know where you're coming from though because everybody in today's world you I want it now. I want you, you it want now. it right away. Yeah. You know, you don't you don't want to you just want to see everything right up front. Boom, here's right. your movie. Right. Like the the thing I really loved about the original is they took time to uh introduce you to the characters. Right, right, right. And they and they uh they rounded out like the uh the relationships between the characters and everything like you like uh some of my favorite characters were uh, uh, Howard. He was like from the 1981 version. Howard was the the super goofball guy who was uh-huh. like snorting Coca Cola up his nose. Yep, yep. Like he was just the jokester. And then there was Hollis, who was like the big guy with the the curly mustache. Uh-huh. He was like the big Papa Bear guy. Like he he was he loved having fun. But once stuff started to go down, like he was the guy who tried kind to of. jump in and 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 coordinate everything sure, like sure. try to keep everything he's one peaceful. Took, took them down to the mine to begin with right exactly like they were all fun loving guys in the original but they were all like very different character types and they took the time in the beginning of the movie to really round out those character types in the 2009 version it was like they jumped in they they just like people were being murdered within the first two minutes of sure. the movie. You know something cool about that, actually, that I read earlier? Was what? that uh, th- there was a couple characters earlier in the in the movie. I don't remember if they had, like... I don't even know if they had speaking roles at that time or not. In the they, 1981 version? In, in the 2009 one. Yeah. And they were killed, and it was uh, Jason and Michael. Oh, referencing yeah. to Jason Voorhees and Mike Myers. I saw that, too. That, like, oh. the first two people killed 
in the 2009 version were named Jason speaking and Michael. Of, speaking which of, were... in the original movie, the original subtitle in the very beginning of the original movie is that it was Thursday the 12th. The Valentine's Day dance was on Saturday the 14th. Which means... In between. Friday the 13th. There you go. Kind of funny, right? I actually... That's uh, cool. I actually... You know how you can, like... You, you know how you can go back on your phone, like, is, as far as you want to, right. see, sure. to see what days fell on... Like what day of the month? And let's go back into the into I, where the government's I, watching. I went back. To, I went back to 1981, and I went back to 2009. And both of these movies, I, I guess I could have just gone to IMDb and found out, but I, <laughs> I decided to go this route. Both of these movies were actually released on February 14th. Really? Oh, yeah, cool. 1981, nice. February 14th, and 2009. That's pretty cool. But uh, no, I just I too, <laughs> like the. the I could just tell from the very beginning of the 2009 version, as soon as it jumped into it, it definitely had the feel of like a, a of a 2000 slasher. But having just watched the 1981 version, I I knew that I preferred the 1981 version because it because it took its time. You know what I mean? Yeah. What the what the remake did well, and I've talked about this at length in a past episode and in the in the remakes episode. But um, what what the remake did well, though, was the kills. They had some good kills in this movie. Yeah. I yeah. I, 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 would you really say that they were any better than the the original, though? I would say better. I'd say that they were adequate. I don't know. You got to go to episode two of the Buzzkill podcast <laughs> to find out <laughs> um, sequels that are better than the original. <laughs> No, I just I don't know. I liked uh, I liked the kills in this movie though. I thought some of them were pretty good. Like the uh, um, you talking about in the original um, bloody Valentine. So, wow, my bloody Valentine. <laughs> my bloody Valentine movie. <laughs> uh, in the originally, uh, there's the the in the very beginning, you know, pickaxe to the throat, yeah. out the eye or whatever. Well, Tom Atkins gets that almost same thing in in the remake. Yeah, and it's done really well though. <laughs> except for except for to to add insult to injury. Once it's through his jaw, he rips it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it yeah, rips yeah. his entire jaw. So like, yeah, it's, they're, they're, there's really good visuals in which, the remake. Which I do have to bring up that uh, the 2009 version was called My Bloody Valentine 3D. Yeah, and I watched this bitch Ooh. in 3D. Ooh, believe it, ladies. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm talking about the movie, not uh, about the. How was it in 3D? Um, I, I. I it's I, pro- I, I, probably I. not the same as watching it in the theater in 3D. Okay. But as far as my, you know, my LG TV, like the 2D to 3D conversion. Yeah. Not bad. No? Yeah, not bad at all. There's always that kind of like weird wonky sort of uh, sure. like depth perception thing that messes with you a little bit. It's no Jurassic Park is what you're saying. No Jurassic Park. <laughs> uh, I did still find myself every once in a while standing up and, and turning to the mirror which if you don't know what I'm talking about like I have a I have a mirror on the like adjacent to my TV and Michael and I found out that if we uh, if we turn around and watch a 3D movie through the mirror for some reason it looks way better I, I no I, no clue why it maybe it's the angle that it's at I, something about it's way clear yeah it gets rid of the rough lines in the 3d and it looks amazing looks really good so i did yeah, there's a there, patent here somewhere we're gonna were, lose <laughs> out on a bunch of money because we're not gonna patent it there were a quite a few there. times where i would like stand up and watch it through the mirror to to kind of get that extra effect yep. but uh 
I don't know. I I still enjoyed the the 2009 version, but what did you think of Jensen Ackles? Um, he is not convincing to me no. as a as a an actor and a slasher. Okay, did you the, the um, thing I really like about the the thing I really like about Jensen Ackles, by the way, is from Supernatural. Supernatural uh, TV show. Opposite uh, Pilecki. What's his name? Uh, Jared Pilecki. Jared Pilecki. Padalecki. Padalecki. Yep. Um, Who was in the Friday Thirteenth remake in two thousand nine, which came out the exact same year. <laughs> if you want to know more, check out our remake episode. We, we talk at nauseum <laughs> about it. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I like I said, I I don't I got I guess I just didn't buy him as as a a guy in a slasher like maybe it's because when i watched the 1981 version i didn't know any of those actors yeah so so i just i just immediately just kind of invested myself that's fair as I, with, those with characters those... like I, when i saw him i was just like oh it's just yeah with a lot of those old movies though when you don't know the actors and actresses like it does actually it sits in a little bit better just because right. you don't know them. you're not you're not invested in them you're not like oh that's that guy from that show like clearly right. he's gonna be the ones five because he's the big name like yeah yeah no, i get that and 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 also like i said i i just i i feel like the uh the relationships that they developed in the original one were way better. They're they're yeah. way better. They were stronger on cheap. screen. They're a bit cheap in the remake. Yeah, it's just they they just kind of jump into everything, and it's and you really only get to know like two or three characters, and that's it. One thing I have to ask you about is because, like I mentioned, we had talked about this uh, this movie in our our remake episode, and one of the scenes that I had brought up was the scene with the little person. <laughs> yeah, is it as awesome as I remember it being? To you, somebody who just saw it, uh, I, I, you know, it didn't really stand out. Uh, I mean, like it was, it was a great kill. You did you not sit and go, oh, oh god? <laughs> well, well, yeah, like you said, it, like I, I think you said back then, like that kind of kill really wouldn't have worked with like a normal, a, nor- a normal, normal size person. Yeah, yeah not yeah. to be disrespectful no, or anything, but like no. with it's effective because of their size. It's not like it's a humorous thing. It's effective because of their size. Right, yeah. like you can't pull off a kill like that. If, with you, don't, a, if you don't know what we're talking about and you haven't listened to past episodes, there's a uh, small person who gets a, uh, pickaxed from the bottom up, though. So it goes through their jaw and out the top of their head, but it lifts the entire person up to the ceiling. Oh, like up into the drop <laughs> ceiling. And they get stuck there, and they're kicking their feet. And like, it's, just, it's funny because... Yes, it is funny, but... <laughs> It's because of I don't know how to make this any better than I'm trying because to of awesomeness. It. Yeah, it's just it's effective. Everything works to the strength of the scene. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not it's not a disrespective way of doing it. It's just everything works in harmony to make it a humorous death scene. Yeah. Well, you and know? that's and that's the thing like I like uh, that's the major difference between slashers that came out uh when we were young. Based uh, or compared to like slashers that came out when we were like before before we were born, yeah. is like slashers used to be. It was frightening and it was like effective. There was still humor. There was kind of brutal. There was still humor injected into it, but the the humor came more in the moments when people weren't being killed. Yeah, like like in the in the late nineties and early two thousands, those kind of slashers, scream and stuff like that. A lot of the humor came in, uh, like during the during the murder scenes, which I love that stuff. But if 
if I'm going to choose something, like I'm always going to go for the old school, yeah. like the old I, school I, slashers. I That's just the way I feel. 100%. Uh, like overall, yes, I, I like the original My Bloody Valentine way better than the 2009 one. I was still pretty entertained by the 2009 yeah, it's one. It's not the worst movie ever. It's not as good as the original, but, you know, it, it is what it is. Right. It's a remake. It happened. It was made. <laughs> right. It exists. I don't, like, I, was it completely necessary? Maybe ne- maybe necessary. Maybe for Jensen Ackles' career. <laughs> may, may, maybe necessary, but was it completely pulled off properly? I don't really know. I, I do like. I will say this: the one thing they do like about the remake, though, is that they kept the they kept the Harry quote unquote Harry character, the the minor. He looked the same. They didn't change his character. So if you liked the original My Bloody Valentine, you'll watch it and at least at least recognize the killer. It's the same type as, of killer. As a killer, yeah. Like let's let let's focus on that for a second. As a killer, that's a great aesthetic. Like sure. the like the like the, the minor and the, the gas mask and the tube. Yeah, it, it looks good. It really it looks does. awesome. And why the original my Bloody Valentine didn't spark a franchise. I'll never know, because that's a, it's a that, was a, off. that was a great because movie. they had a lot of their uh, holidays to focus on. Well, the uh, <laughs> um, what was his name? Uh, Mahalka, was it George? George, oh, the, George the director. George Mahalka, the 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 director, yeah. actually came to Paramount in two thousand one with a with an idea for a sequel. But the original didn't do well they, enough to. They shot it. him. They shot him down. Yeah, and then like, uh, the the two thousand nine version wasn't Paramount. It suffered was, the it same was... thing as Strangers Two, only Strangers Two is now getting made. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean the the two thousand nine version got made, but it was made by Lionsgate, I think, right? The two thousand two version of the year two thousand nine version. Yeah, two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Paramount passed on it, which uh, I mean, if we know anything about Paramount in the last. Uh, four days is that they're stupid. <laughs> Paramount stupid. Yeah. There it is. All right, so we have one more movie to talk about mm. before we uh, get to the end here. Is it the... Uh, well, there's only one left, so you're really referring to X-Ray? We are. Oh, hey. <laughs> you got an X-Ray? Are you okay? You got an X-Ray? I think I broke my, my hip. I need, <laughs> a, I need a walker. It wasn't <laughs> your ribs, though, because if it's your ribs, you're just a pussy. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> hey, James broke his ribs. Hey, Give him a break, man. He was doing awesome stuff like snowboarding, and he jumped off the side of a hey, mountain. It's, it's, 65 it's, feet straight down. Broke a, his ribs. It's a real injury, you guys. Come on. <laughs> and the mountain was full of sharks. So give him a break, all right? Uh, no, the last movie we're going to talk about is, uh, well, it's got several titles. Yes, yes um, actually, indeed. Uh, Hospital Massacre. Slash X-ray slash uh, Ward thirteen, Ward, which yeah, I actually yeah, have. That one might be international or something. I don't know. Yeah, because I, I, I the, like all the titles. Because well, yeah, they're all great titles. Because what was it? Getting they, an X-ray at the hospital massacre in room Ward thirteen. In Ward thirteen. <laughs> That's it. That's the title. <laughs> I actually didn't see Ward thirteen anywhere. Where did you see that? Uh, I think I I I do. I saw it on like Wikipedia or something like that. Okay, I, I'm, so. I'm assuming it's an international title. Because because I know somewhere. that. Well, it was it was X-ray when it was actually released. Hospital massacre was like the the working title or whatever um yeah this was uh (laughs) this was kind of like a hidden gem we had never seen it before yeah we expect it to be terrible the only place we could find this flick was on youtube and so we're like okay well i guess we're watching this terrible uh valentine's day movie on youtube and we watched it and like i remember looking over at james at one point in time and being like 
this movie's really good. <laughs> I'm really shocked it, by it. It's surprising when you see something like that when you find it only on YouTube. Or... Yeah. Yeah. It's a gem. It's a hidden actually, gem that not a lot of people know about, I actually but it's think, really good. I actually think like several times within this movie, we, we were like, damn, this the movie's sweet. The were brutal. The, the, yeah. first, the first kill that you see in this movie is a child getting is the back of, or the front or back of his skull impaled on a coat rack. Well, no, he, awesome. wasn't, he, no, he wasn't impaled. He was hung. Is there a difference? On a hanger? Uh, well, on, hey, that, that's on a coat rack. That has like an upward like spike to it. But he, but he had like a tie tied around his neck. See, I thought he was impaled under no. the chin. No, he had something tied around his neck. Whatever. He's a youngster and he's dead. It's brutal. Okay? Yeah, this, so, uh, this was another another one of those examples of not watching a movie with my wife because <laughs> because the first thing that you see is a kid yeah. death. like it's screwed up. We were watching like, oh my God, like that's. Wow, this well, is starting off with a bang. This, like, holy shit. Scene, the scene ended, and then they cut to the next scene, which is like 20 years later. Yeah. And I looked at Mike, I was like, that was fucked up. <laughs> that was, that was crazy. So if you guys haven't seen this one, basically the backstory on it, we have a divorcee Susan Jeremy goes to a local Los Angeles County hospital for a routine exam and finds herself stranded there while a maniac, dressed in a doctor's surgical mask and clothing, goes around killing all of the staff that are associated with her. Uh, could it possibly be the cycle Harold, who killed a friend of Susan's on Valentine's Day 19 years earlier? Could it possibly could it be been? Harold? Uh, you the, don't know. I mean, the short answer? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't seen this one, actually. So what do you guys think? It, uh, I, well, I not to give anything away, this movie does not do a very good job of concealing itself. Should I, should I see it? Yes. Yes. Yes, yes absolutely. Should. It's on YouTube, like and I said. So. Because it's on YouTube, it's very easy for you to watch uh, tonight parts, even, once we leave. And if you can find that at YouTube.com. <laughs> um, I will put the link up, though. I can do that. So maybe yeah, if you watch yeah. this movie, I'll put it up. Where did you post it at? We were... I'll post it on um, uh, the Buzzkill podcast. MySpace. Oh. Oh, MySpace. <laughs> wow. At dot, dot Tumblr. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, no, I'll put it over there though. If you want to watch it, I'll put it over there. No, uh, yeah, this this it was it, it was a pleasant surprise because we kind of thought that we were going into it like okay, yeah. let's let's watch this. This is gonna pe- be a low budget schlock crap. Because film. like we said like we said earlier, there are literally only like five movies yep. that deal with Valentine's Day. So we're like, well, and we this one's even kind of thin too. Well, though. we have to watch all of them. This one's a bit thin. It's just about somebody who rejected a Valentine earlier in their life. Uh, that's 16, enough. Sixteen, seventeen years later. That's enough, though. Yeah. That's that right there. Well, I'm and, just saying. And then aren't aren't are the killings taking on place Valentine's Day? on a Valentine's Day? I believe Day? that they do. They don't draw a lot of attention to it, other right. than the fact that a Valentine gets delivered with not chocolates in it. Right. Not all that different than my play Valentine. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> Regardless, um, yeah. This the, the flick was really good though. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Like uh, it was cool. There were some really the like kills were fantastic in this movie. Well, this is this and is what I like. Brutal. Yeah, I I like the fact that uh, none of the kills were really the same, uh, and I kind of like that. I'm like I love I love cl- I love classic slashers where uh, uh, you know like. Like the guy has uh, a, a singular item that he mostly kills people with. Yeah, you know, I mean, like Michael Myers will kill people in other ways. Jason will kill people in other ways, but for the most part, Jason goes for the machete. Sure. Michael goes for the butcher knife. Well, in this one, but, the, the, but this the one is the killer. Was killer like a he, person, though. 
So well, he used what he had to his advantage. At his disposal. Yeah, at his like disposal, he, yeah. He killed people with whatever he could. And uh, and it turned out awesome. My, my favorite part of the movie were the three old ladies that would just randomly show up in random scenes. <laughs> yeah, there were some, like, it was kind of trippy at points, right? Yeah, I, I, there, there's... there's are there two groups of of three old ladies, or is it the same group? Well, okay, I'm a little bit confused because well, they show up randomly throughout the movie. Well, let's give a little, uh, just a little, a little spoiler. There's uh, the ninth floor of this hospital is being uh, bug bound, renovated, or bug bound. No, okay, uh, so so the uh, the insecticide or whatever, like anytime anybody is on that floor, it kind of seems like they're tripping out a little bit, a little bit, just a little bit. I and, I'm and, convinced and, that it's the fog that they used. You think that it's an an intentional effect? Oh, you mean the 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 trippiness? I think that it's just because of the fog in the room. The lenses they were using couldn't keep up with. That's it. not what I was getting at, really. Oh. I I just meant like because you you brought up the fact that uh so the the star of the movie who is uh, Barbie Benton, yep. who is a uh, is a playmate actually, yep. Um, she. Uh, she ends up admitted in this yep. room, and she's she's in there with these three old women, and they all kind of seem to be they all kind of well. <laughs> Mike's giving me a look because it's <laughs> it's actually two old women, and then one old woman who's played by a man for some reason. Yeah, it, that <laughs> at, that never comes into play in the entire it's movie. Very, it's just a very confusing thing. You look at this. You look at this person like, I don't think that that's a woman playing that character. It is well. No, it's most definitely a man. But like they, it, like we <laughs> they th- never draw attention. We to thought it. it's that a all. man, baby. It's, maybe maybe it's a red herring. Like maybe like maybe it's there to throw you off, and 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 make you think that there's something going on that's not actually going on. But uh, or the fact that that character is played by a man never comes into play. And uh, so so she's admitted in, in that room. And uh, but those three women show up on the ninth floor every once in a while just walking around and they never die everybody who goes to the ninth floor dies usually. dies and these and these women are just, just walking around that's what that, that, that's why i wondered like are people up on the floor just kind of like hallucinating and stuff i, I yeah just, i don't know it, it is weird it's it hard weird. to get there's, a grasp on but there's like not a lot of explanation um i'm not quite sure this movie needed it though no not really it you was know? it was it's hard to explain. It wasn't a great movie, but it kind of was at the it same wasn't, time. <laughs> it wasn't a great movie in its narrative. It was a great movie in its presentation, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, the kills in this movie are fantastic. Mm. Like, somebody gets stabbed, and there's, like, a gallon of blood being splored out at the... Splored? <laughs> splored. Splurted out That's... at the person stabbing. Like, they, they didn't... They spared no expense for how the effects look, though. They spared no expense on gallons of fake blood. <laughs> No, it's that's a, what makes these movies good, though. Like you know? I said, like, though, like uh, he always killed, he always killed people in different ways, and they were all pretty imaginative. Yeah, it was, it was great. Like if I, uh, like I said, this movie's on YouTube, so everybody can watch it, and I, I recommend it. Honestly, if you're a slasher fan and you've never heard of this flick, check it out. I do, it's an had, hour and a half out of your time. Had you heard about it before? No, this? no, neither had I. And like I said, it was, it was kind of like a, a rare it gem was, that it was we one just kind of like, came we, across. We kind of we we. We said that we were going to do Valentine's Day movies for this episode, and I kind of thought there'd be more. And then when I looked it up, there's only five that ever <laughs> came up. I go, I guess we got to watch these movies, and I'm not looking at this one as being all that great. 
It was. Yeah. Like, we were shockingly surprised. Absolutely. After watching, we go, this is, I, I would own this movie. Like, I would buy, absolutely spend money to own it. Yeah, for sure. You know? Yeah, it was cool. And uh, the, I'm, it ended kind of abruptly. <laughs> it did. It did. But uh, I don't know. That was it. That I will say this. The best kill in the entire movie is a certain fellow falling from the top of a building while on fire hitting the concrete. That that's my favorite. I'm not gonna say who it is. Dun dun. He's a fellow. <laughs> Just know that if you make it to the end of the flick, you're in store for a good splatty treat. <laughs> we were definitely there. Were there were times in this movie where we were kind of shocked, at which this this movie did we read did it did it have a rating? I think it was no, actually I an NC NC seventeen. It was it was YouTube, so I have no clue. Oh, I thought that you read about it. It was either NC-17 or it was completely unrated. I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, I'm not but, sure. But for the times, like, what they were showing on screen was uh, mildly shocking. Absolutely. Rated R, by the way. Rated R? Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I, I I thought it was great. There was some, like, really creepy, uncomfortable parts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, where one of the doctors... I, it feels like It feels like because they had a playmate, a Playboy playmate, as their lead... They just they felt just, the need to they exploit just, that. The, yeah, they just felt the need to have like an extended nude scene. The nude scene has some of the slowest photography oh. I've ever seen in my life. Can I tell you, I I was actually driven crazy by this part because I have like this I have like this weird thing where when I see people handle things really delicately, it makes me want to um, like put a screwdriver through my trachea. <laughs> like this guy during this during this like examination scene he's handling all these medical instruments but he's handling them with like such delicacy such finesse it makes it drives me nuts yeah it's it's a very Ugh. odd sequence Ugh. and it's like the it's, whole sequence was very uncomfortable yeah it's it's nude woman and medical instruments and it's all going at like negative like four times speed like well, it's it was, so slow not not because it's actually in slow motion but just because the doctor was being slow and creepy yeah it's, <laughs> yeah. it's just like it's just weird if you're doing surgery you should go very fast <laughs> super fast it wasn't surgery it was just a regular it was like a it was like a standard exam like he was I'm listening gonna, to her heart and yeah, stuff but he was like being very slow and delicate. Apparently, about according it, to this movie gross. too, though, if you're going to give blood, you have to be naked. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Nothing, nothing that happened in this movie, like in no part of her checkup, did she need to be naked. <laughs> he at tells all. he tells her he tells her to go get undressed behind a behind a curtain, and put on a gown, and then she comes out wearing the gown, and then he promptly. <laughs> He promptly takes it off of her to check like, her like like belly button area. Like, it doesn't make any sense yeah, at it was, all. It was, sounds like he knows what he's doing. Uh, it, it was like I like I said, it was just a, a classic, a classic example. Of oh, just you're a playmate. You have to get naked. Exploiting the fact that it was a play Playboy yeah. playmate that you had as, as the lead. And that's all it was. Just but overall, aside aside from the creepiness, yeah. that guy got his at the end. He got fucking. He did. He did. Just true. massacred. So speaking uh, of getting it at the end. <laughs> I think we're going to get the other podcast, Michael. Uh, I think we're reaching the end of our, our yeah. own show here. Yeah, uh, I think it's about that time. Yep. So uh, if you would like to find us on the internet. Don't. Yeah, just don't. <laughs> if you was even thinking about it, just don't. Just don't. 
Uh, um, no, you can find us on SoundCloud, Instagram, and Facebook at the Buzzkill Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at the Buzzkill PC, and you can find us on Tumblr at the Buzzkill Podcast.tumblr.com. I'm not even gonna try it anymore. <laughs> you guys do it great. Um, also, uh, hopefully, it'll be up on time this week. The Tumblr. Last two yeah. weeks. Last two weeks have been a crazy week. I've had people moving in and out of my house. I haven't had a whole lot of time to sit down for it. But guess what? Mike lives in, in a cr- Mike lives in a crack den. So it, like, there's there's kind of a high turnover listen, rate. So it's listen. <laughs> that shit's crazy. All right. <laughs> also, uh, you can find us on Horror Amino. Make sure you download the Horror Amino app and check us out on there. Talk to us and find J Raj at at Ocean Recording on your social media: Twitter, Instagram. And Snapchat. At Ocean Recording. Yeah, you got Snapchat? I got Snapchat, dog. Jeez! Make sure to check out www.oceanrecordingstudio.com. Any specials right now? Uh, Specials just ended, actually. There may be some more in the near future here. All right, fair enough. Keep a lookout. Keep a lookout. Well, hey, boys. It was fun talking about Valentine's Day. Everybody out there, make sure you... uh, Find your loved one, give them a big squeeze. And if your loved one happens to be yourself, give yourself a big squeeze. Yeah, and uh, put a put a pickaxe through somebody's eye. <laughs> Cheers, boys. Cheers.